Alessio. How's everybody doing? How is everybody on this beautiful Tuesday night? Here. In New Jersey. The phone number for the best show. 201-332-3484-201-332-3484. If you want to call and talk to me. And who am I? You might be asking. You might be saying, who the bleep is this guy? Right? You're hearing it. You're like, talk to you. Who the bleep are you? My name's Tom Sharpling, and I'm here with you until midnight. Am I sick? Yes, I am. I'm fighting a cold. That's why the hashtag for tonight's show is Tom has a cold. I'm, uh, I'm at the, the, uh, the, uh, I've been sick the last few days, but here I am. Ready to bring the laughs. As only I can do. Ugh. I didn't like that. Not a, not a thing I would say if I was feeling well. But here I am. Ready. Me and you. Tonight. On this beautiful Tuesday evening. In October of 2016. Here we go. Together. Into the unknown. Well, actually, I know what's going to happen. Because this show has been pre-recorded. Tonight's episode of The Best Show is pre-recorded in 2011. No, it's not. It was not recorded in 2011. This portion was recorded in 2013. No, it's not. This is live, 100% live. This portion of the best show was pre-recorded in 2015. Well, guys, we are totally live tonight. Forget all that pre-recorded nonsense. The best show is 100% live. The phone number is 201-332-3484. This portion of the best show is pre-recorded in August of 2016. One hundred percent live. I promise you that. This portion of the best show is pre-recorded in November of 2016. Be some Twilight Zone biz if I drop that on your heads, right? But now I'm going to drop this on your heads. The best show theme. Let's do this. Here we go. Because the show's about to begin The show's 
Oh, yeah. Best show. Here. With you. As summer turns into fall. My name is Tom Sharpling. I'm the host of tonight's episode. We just heard from a band called The Genies. J J E A N I E S. And that song was called Amy Lee. And it's on Hozak Records. You hear that song, Mike? What'd you think of that? Mike liked it a lot. Old or new? What year do you put on that record? Knowing that Hozak has reissued things, they put out new records, they put out old records. Mike says 80s. Mike, the source of that record, the Genies are a band that recorded that record in 2016. That's brand new. That's hot stuff, man. Mike says it's a new classic. How about that, the Genies? And I just got word the Genies have broken up. They... Sorry, Mike. You... You spooked them. No, it's, it's a great record. The Golden Touch. Oh, before that, we heard something new. From Blind Shake. They got a new album coming out in a couple weeks. Only in a couple weeks. A few weeks. The album's called Celebrate Your Worth on Goner Records. Sneak Peek comes out later this month. We heard Apostle Island. That's hot stuff, man. Can't go wrong with the blind shake. And the phone number here, 201-332-3484 on the best show. Sure, I'm sick. Yeah, I've been fighting something for a few days. What happened? Well, let me tell you, my friends. I went... To the New York Comic Con. That's right. Remember I said I wasn't going? Because they denied Dudio press credentials? Remember remember that? Uh, when Dudio uh, requested Best Show press credentials? And I guess... Uh, and look, I see some of the people who are at this thing. Really? Press? You guys are press? You want the Best Show in? You let some of these... Uh, Pretenders, give them passes, not us. Whatever. But then a week later, well, after a duo got shot down, I said, New York Comic Con, you're dead to me. Want nothing to do with you ever again till the end of time. Then one week later, I was asked to be on the Steven Universe panel. I was like, yeah, I'll do it, sure. Absolutely. Count me in. Was that a flip-flop? No. I say no. They paid me to go. They paid me. They didn't pay me much. 
eighteen thousand dollars. That's all I got. No, I got nothing, basically. What they give me? Sixty bucks, something like that. I'll do it. That's enough. Free admission. A car took me there and back. And six it's like sixty bucks. Yeah. I've done I've done more for less. Like this show, for example, for two thirds of my life here on earth. So yeah. So sixty bucks, you kidding? Get out of my way. It's my money. Gimme. So I go to this uh, thing because I do a voice on Steven Universe, the the Cartoon Network uh, show. And I'm there. And we do this panel, me and a bunch of the other voice people and then uh, Rebecca Sugar, the creator. And uh, Kat, who works on the art side of things. Too. And then we're there. And it's at Hammerstein Ballroom. It's packed. Packed. I'm telling you. Packed. People like this show. It's nice to be on a show people like. Do a voice on this thing. People were losing their marbles, man. Did that. Then uh, I went to the Javits Center, which was not built for Comic-Cons, by the way. It was built for aluminum siding conventions and things like that. It was not made to absorb 150,000 people in uh, stormtrooper costumes roaming the halls. Broken escalators. Wall to wall. Oh my God. It's just insane. I mean, it's, you've, if you've never seen one of these modern day comic con things, you can't imagine that this is, you, you, I mean, it's inconceivable, right, Dudio? Yeah. Cause I got Dudio in. It was one of the, uh, the demands I made. When they asked me to go to the thing, I said, I'm not going to this thing unless I get the guy who fought for press credentials into this thing. And you know what they said? Yeah, who cares? Sure. Apparently it was not as much of a Norma Ray moment uh, for them as well as for me. Taking my big stand. They're like, okay. There is no way I set foot in that Comic-Con. Unless Dudio, who was rejected for press, sure, we'll give him, you can stop, stop the speech. Sure. Only one person? And I'm like, I'm not bringing Mike to this thing. Can you imagine Mike at Comic-Con? Oh, God. First of all, imagine, he'd work something. I'm Masses Man. Great. What's your name? My name's Masses Man. I'm a superhero. And how did you get your powers, masses, man? I was bit by a radioactive AP Mike at Bandcamp. APMike.bandcamp.com. Yeah. There's one, Mike. 
Calm down. So, I mean, one thing I was surprised by, there was no one in Harley Quinn costumes this year. It's very strange. No Harley Quinns, right? Oh, wait, which one's Harley Quinn? Oh, that's right. Every third person was dressed like Harley Quinn. Unbelievable with that. The the Harley Quinn and the Joker. You'd think that movie was good, by the way, people supported it. Best costume I saw at the whole thing, though. Best costume of the whole thing. I saw someone with a floral shirt. And then they had the alphabet written on their shirt in three rows. And they had Christmas lights hanging in front of those. They were the wall in Stranger Things. That was their shirt. It was the best costume I saw at the whole thing. The wall in Stranger Things. Whoever you were, I tip my hat to you. I also saw someone dressed as uh, Thor crossed with Ronald McDonald, which I thought was, well, not good. At least there was there was one of them. And I saw that someone dressed as like uh, the Pope and Deadpool. Deadpool also. Harley Quinn and Deadpool. They should have their own convention. The Harley Quinn Deadpool Con. Yeah, so I'm at it. We do a, a thing where we're signing stuff for people. Very nice, uh, Steven Universe. These are the, these fans of this, this show are so enthusiastic. I, I ain't seen nothing like it, except for the best show. I got two of these in my life. Two things where people actually care about them. Yeah. Most people have zero. I got two. So in that regard, yes, I am lucky. I get it. I am. I don't take that lightly. You kidding? These crummy cartoons. You watch. You spend your whole life watching these crummy cartoons. Nobody cares about. Then there's a cartoon everybody cares about. Kids are invested in this thing, and not just kids. I say kids in the broadest possible sense. So I'm sure I ended up taking pictures and, and shaking hands and stuff. I'm sure that's where I got the cold. I know it. That whole thing was like a giant Petri dish. Comic-Con. People sneezing inside a Deadpool mask. Imagine that. If you're wondering where people are... are uh, if you're wondering who in America is still eating, like, street pretzels, that's where. That's where they're being eaten. Like, the worst, driest. I was so hungry leaving this thing that I had to get one of those things. It was the worst thing I have eaten in five years. Street pretzel. Why was I sitting eating it? Because yeah, there were, they sent a, a car for me, which is a great, it's an amazing luxury. 
Makes you feel fancy. Made like uh, the Cinderella. And the car is like 45 minutes late. Like, literally all this dude driving this thing has to do is account for traffic and pick people up on time. I'm, I'm coming, I'm coming. I'm getting these texts. I'm coming. Please, please stay. Like, saying, please don't rat me out to my boss that I'm late. Don't worry, I won't rat you out. I didn't rat him out. I'm not a rat. Snitches get stitches. In the car car service biz. Snitches get stitches. Think I'm going to rat you out? Don't worry, dude. I got your back. Should you have been on time? Yeah. Did I give you a tip? Of course I did. For the worst car service uh, service imaginable? Yeah. Full tip? Absolutely. Why not? Yeah, I'm sure I got sick on a street pretzel. Maybe I'm sure it was a combination. It's probably like the the uh, the uh, like the tr- cross triangulation. I was getting hit from all angles. Handshake on the Steven Universe autograph line. There's one. Someone coughing. A Deadpool. Coughing. In my face. There's two. Grimy street pretzel, three. Of course I'm sick. Street pretzels. Dry. Weirdly hard and soft at the same time. The worst kind of hard and the worst kind of soft. Hard like they're stale. And soft like they're wet. When it's not stale, it seems like it's wet. Burned and underheated simultaneously. Each bite an adventure. In nausea. It's like a game of Jenga, but with nausea. Each bite, you pull a, a, a peg out. When do you throw up from the street pretzel? Yeah, you think I'm eating hot dogs, Mike? Come on, Mike. Mike wants to know if I'm eating shish kebab. Yeah, I'm not. Eat, I don't eat meat, Mike. Oh. This guy doesn't pay attention. Only pays attention. Do his own things. APMike.bandcamp.com. That gets his attention. Hacking Deadpool. And is it worth it to really go to Comic Con if you're in a thing that you're like not comfortable in? For that long. And on Sat, I ended up back there on Saturday. God knows why. I mean, I know why. I had to do some work nearby with people at Comic-Con and ended up back in it for an hour and a half. Killing time between things I had to do in the neighborhood. Had nowhere to go. 
There's nothing like when it rains and they're closing the thing down and people are, when you see Doctor Strange without an umbrella, no spell, and though she ain't casting no spell to keep the rain off of them, right? What's wrong with the uh, moons of Madripoor now, huh? The Eye of Agamotto, is that helping you? No. Now you're getting splashed on 11th Street, 11th Ave. So the hashtag tonight, Tom has a cold. Yeah, I've been laid out for the last few days. Like, really, I didn't know if I was going to make it tonight, but I'm here. That's what we do. We do what we do. Best show. Hi, Tom. This is Matt from Waltham, Mass. How are you doing tonight? Matt from Waltham, Mass. What's going on in Waltham, Mass tonight? Home of what record label? Say it. I'm sorry. I'm having trouble hearing you. Home of what record label? Waltham, Massachusetts. Oh, you don't know. Triple R Records. Triple R Records. Nice try. Nice try. What can I do for you, Matt? Uh, if I'm having trouble hearing you, which is strange, uh, you're coming through very faint on my end. I think it's a problem with me, though. How about now? That's better, but I don't want to hurt you because I know you're sick. I'm screaming. Yeah. Uh, I just wanted to share a... Wait, where, uh, what are you on? What are you on? Are you, uh, what are you on? A train? No, no, I'm, uh, I'm riding back from band practice currently. So you're in a car? I am. Yeah, that's why you can't hear me. You're in a car. Oh boy. Goodbye. What a dud. That's how we started. That's what I came in for. Sick as a dog. I could have been laying in bed. Like a dog, D-O-G-E. I gotta get one of those dogs. A dog dog. Gabe Delahaye has one. I wonder if he'll rent me his dog. Does anybody rent dogs? I don't know if I want to own a dog. You know those dogs, Mike? You know those dogs? Dogs, D-O-G-E? Okay. Jason, Dudio? You know what I'm talking about, right? Hi, everybody. Tim Heidecker here. We have a brand new Office Hours that just came out of the oven. We've got legendary psych rocker Ty Siegel. And Doug is back from down under. G'day. G'day. And his mommy came with him. Mommy and Gary Lusenhop are here, too. Alicia let me know that she finished the White Album, has thoughts on that. So much more on this legendary episode of Office Hours. Find us on your podcast app of choice or watch us on YouTube at youtube.com slash office hours live. Who are the animals? Because I don't smell them. Yeah. Yeah. Best show. Hi, Tom. It's Jenny from Seattle. Jenny from Seattle. How's it going? It's going well. What's going on, Jenny? Well, it's been a good week, and uh, I was just going to tell you a quick story about something that happened on the bus. Let's hear it. Can you hear me? Can you hear me all right? I can hear you. I'm perfectly fine. Yeah, of course. It was that guy's phone. 
I think he was riding a bike. I can't hear you well. Why not? Well, I'm in my car coming back from Banford. Go ahead, Jenny. The floor is yours. His his poison is not going to spill into your call. Go ahead. The floor yeah. is yours. Well, <laughs> I got on the bus, and a guy got on with a backpack that had a water bottle on the side of it. And he turned, and it splattered these two men with water, like drenched them. And not that that's funny, but it was. And their faces got so mad, like they just got disgusted. Well, they got splashed by water bottle water? Well, yeah, it happened really fast. I don't know if they knew what it was. So they didn't know it was water bottle water necessarily. (laughs) Yeah. But you did. I saw what happened. I had a front row seat, kind of. It was, but who should be mad at who in that case? So the guy who who had the water bottle profusely apologized. One of the men was in a cast, and one was just like, like, like slapping water off of his iPhone, and they were just like their faces looked like uh, pretty much like Charles Grodin in every movie he's been in, where they get like they, their faces were just. So mad, and uh, the guy was like, "I seriously don't know where that came from." And everyone was pointing to his water bottle, like, "Your water bottle's open. That's where it came from." That is gross, because that's his <laughs> lips are all over that thing. Yeah, it's real gross. Yeah. It was a gross day. I mean, before that, this cat I'm cat sitting brought animal organs into the house when I woke up. So I was like, "This day is going to be bad." But then that water bottle thing happened to someone else, and I kind of felt some camaraderie. But the cat doing that, that's a nice little thing for you. The cat's trying to say. (laughs) The cat's trying to pay tribute to you with that. I swept up entrails at 6 a.m. It was, it was, I don't even own a cat, so I was like, what do I do with this? Is it compostable? I don't know. But the cat is trying to say to you, look what I got for you. Yeah, it was sweet. So... Anyway, I just wanted to tell you that story about the water because I, don't I think like it's it. pretty crazy. I like yeah. the story. I don't like the story happening, though. <laughs> it was pretty funny to me, but I'm probably not that nice for laughing. So hey, You're all right, Jeannie. All right, you have a well, great I hope night. You have a good night. Thank you. Bye. Bye. I've just been told the correction the correction line. Just been told Triple R Records is in Lowell, Massachusetts. I apologize. I apologize. I was wrong. I got uh, flagged by that. Matthew on uh, Twitter caught caught that. Call that a best show boner. When uh, when I uh, make a mistake, so I'm going to send you to you get a no prize, my friend. Right. Remember those, Mike? Nope. Nope. Remember those? You don't. What's that? No postage. I don't know. Here, I'm done. I'm done with Mike. Mike had a good run on this show. We're catching the tail end. This is the tail end. If Mike was the Beatles, right now, Right now, uh, George Harrison just got his mouth shocked on the microphone. We're in the home stretch. No, if anything, if Mike was the Beatles, 
Right now, they just finished laying down uh, Her Majesty. Best show. Hello. Hi, what was that? Oh, I was just... I was just trying to clean up the kitchen. This, better this be is good. Dominic in Ithaca. How are you? Dominic, this better be good. You're starting off... You're coming up from... Uh, you're starting at a deficit with this one. I know. I, You know, it was just the cleanup of the kitchen. My kids made a mess, so... I was on hold trying to be productive. So I am sorry you're not feeling well, though. I wanted to say that first. Well, thank you for saying that. I'm curious if you've heard this new Bon Iver album. No, I, I'm not going to hear that. Oh, well, I'm not I'm not here to talk praises about it. I'm here more about, um, I'm having a crisis of character almost about it because I think it's like the worst thing I've ever heard, but I have close friends that's like it's like changing their lives for them. Well, look, then you know what you say to them? It's not clicking yeah. for me. Not clicking for me. There's other things that make you feel the same way, right? Right. You've got music that makes you feel like uh, like your life has been changed, right? Absolutely. It's just, I guess, it's more the polarizing thing about it. Like, what is it that they are seeing that I am not seeing? Like, what song? Way? What things make you feel changed? Well, that song, uh, Welcome to My House. Anna, that song, right? <laughs> you like that one? You like Macklemore mm. a whole lot, right? No. What's that Macklemore I, I, song you love? Going to the thrift shop. How's that go? I can't remember how that goes anymore. It's catchy stuff, but no, well, you sing, know. Sing it for me. Sing a little bit of it. <laughs> I honestly do not know, but I, I know of it. I would sing it for you happily if I so could. So it doesn't click for you. What are you going to do? No. No, I know. It's just I've been I've been talking about it. And like my wife, she she thinks it's terrible, but you know, I just it's just amazing that something could be so completely like life changing for one, the worst thing you've ever heard. Like I mean, to me, it's like it's like the worst Phil Collins moments amplified. You know, you'd almost and, think we were all different people. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. But I just was wondering if you'd heard any. I guess you haven't heard it at all. No, I ain't heard nothing from it. Okay. I don't have time anymore. I don't have time. I got a finite yeah. amount of time here, bro. I understand. I, I can't listen to stuff if I if I have a feeling I'm not going to be into it. I gave it a shot. I definitely yeah. gave it a shot because my friend, the, the friends that like it, we're you know mm-hmm. they're close friends. So I'm like, all right, okay. I'll give it a I'll give it a shot. All right, good. Okay. Yeah. I, I tried to be fair. You writing a thirty three and a third about this? Get off my phone. The guy, you didn't get it. Move on. Go listen to something you like. Jeepers, creepers. This guy flagellating himself over this? You're doing the Stations of the Cross because you didn't like a Boney Vare album? Move on. I don't know, but I mean, I just listen to it. I don't know how I understand how this can be so... Well, first of all, if I'm doing that guy's call, it would go like... It was like uh, a sound effect convention. I thought he was uh, talking to, like he's, next thing I thought I was going to hear like that, as if he was like one of those sound guys, like he'd be walking on gravel. (laughs) 
Joe's definitely doing a little sound, some Foley work over there. Move on, bro. Don't work for you. Works for others. You got other stuff you like. That's how music works. Right, Mike? Oh, God. This guy. Hey, Dudio. Show Mike out of the building, please. Show him out. Show him out. Bounce him. Bounce, bounce, bounce his ass in the street. I want Mike in the street. He don't screen the calls for the show no more. AP Mike got thrown right out the best show door. He used to be the associate producer of the show. But now he's in the street. He's got nowhere to go in the street. Oh, no, no. AP Mike's in the street. He don't screen calls for the best show anymore. You know what song that was, Mike? Cool. This guy. The frame of reference. You don't get the... You're out. You're out of here. <laughs> get him out of here. I'm serious. I want to see if somebody gets that. Somebody will get that on Twitter, what song I was just singing. There's no way nobody gets what song that was. That was a classic Best Show moment. Best Show. Uh, hi, this is Henry from Berkeley, California. What's up, Henry? Uh, hi, Tom. Hey, I uh, wanted to first just say I, I uh, had a nice time interviewing you at, at comic-con on friday why thank you you were part of the press because what the credentials we couldn't get you got <laughs> one email and got it yeah one in one and in studio writes a thing no go sickening uh how'd you enjoy uh new york comic-con compared to san diego I haven't been to San Diego in a long time. I had a good time, though. Okay. I had a good time talking to the people. I had a good time seeing my friends. But it's too much, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's too, it's too nuts. I can't do it anymore. Too many Deadpool costumes. <laughs> I, uh, uh, somebody should have been like Harley Deadpool. Like, there should have been a, just a mashup outfit. I'm sure there was. was. We just didn't see it. So, well, Henry, I'm glad mm -hmm. I got to see you. you. You seem like a nice gentleman, and I hope to see you soon. Thanks. Thanks. Anything else? I, can... uh, oh, yeah, I did want to say I did my best. Like, when I wrote up the article, I, I tried to put in, like, three, three links to the best show in there. But, uh. Want to spread the word? Thank you. Thank you. What article? Uh, it's, uh, well, if I must advertise myself, it's on... Well, you got it. You said everything but advertise it. Oh, get my car, Mike. Get Mike, studio, let Mike back in, and then give him my keys, and tell him to bring my car around. Now, go ahead. Give the thing. Henry. Uh, it's not... 
You teased. You did all dark. but say. You teased it. You said you write for a thing. You wrote a thing. You put links to a thing. And then I say, well, what's the thing? You go, oh, well, golly gee, I guess if uh, if I got to mention the thing. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> com, and you can find it also. There's a big link to it on the Steven Universe wiki page yeah. if, you, if you look that up. Great job. Thank you, buddy. You have a grand evening. <laughs> off my phone get off my phone all of you right get off my phone my friends this is as great an opportunity as i as i've ever seen in my existence to tell you all about dollar shave club new sponsor to the best show dollar shave club i've been using this dollar shave club razor for a few weeks and i gotta tell you it's a nice shave it's good stuff some might even say, fantastic. Look, you probably don't know. In fact, I hope you don't know. It would be weird if you did know the other products I was using. It would mean there's some sort of cam situation going on right now. I would not be into that. And I don't mean cam like on Modern Family. I mean cam like someone watching me shave. I also started using their shave butter. which helps with a nice, smooth, effortless shave. Some would say delightful, and some of those some would be me. I'm going to say it. It's good stuff. Dollar Shave Club. They got all sorts of things over there, stuff for your face, for your hair, everything to keep you feeling and looking fresh. Dollar Shave Club. And trust me, once you're in the club, you'll see... They've got the best grooming products on the market, and they're all affordable. So here's what you do. You want a good deal? Right now is your chance to see why so many people love Dollar Shave Club. If you're not a member and you've never joined, now's the time. Get your first month of razors for free. All you pay are the shipping, and it's only a few bucks for that shipping. So join today. Go to dollarshaveclub.com slash show. That's dollarshaveclub.com slash best show and you'll get your first month's first month of razors for free. You just pay shipping. Dollarshaveclub.com slash best show. And it wouldn't be the best show if I didn't have an opportunity to tell you. Oh, Dollar Shave Club. Shave your face, bruh. There we go. Also, let me tell you about my friends over at Squarespace. It's that time of year. You got a few months left in the year. You want to do that thing. You want to make that splash. Whether it's that landing page, a gallery, a professional blog, or an online store, you want to show people what you're all about, you got a few months left to do it in 2016. And Squarespace is the way to do it. You create that website. Easy, intuitive, simple. Add and arrange the content and features with the mere click of a mouse. And you get a free custom domain. 
If you sign up for a year, you get a custom domain free for a year. They've got amazing customer support, 24-7. Every member of the customer care team is an experienced Squarespace user working in a Squarespace office. No matter how technical your problem or trivial seeming your question, one of their team is always online to assist you, and you can't mess with the commerce tools. Hundreds of thousands of savvy shop owners around the world process orders and send custom emails with the one intuitive interface that Squarespace Commerce allows you to use so simply. To And it is a piece of cake to understand every aspect of your business. You don't sweat it. Squarespace does it. No coding. No muss. No fuss. Get your website up. Show people what you're all about. Start your free trial today at squarespace.com and enter offer code Best show to get 10% off your first purchase. That's squarespace.com. Enter offer code best show to get 10% off your first purchase. Squarespace. Build your website, bruh. And now, last but certainly not least, this is copy that was written for me to read as if I am saying it. Oh my, oh my. This is for your pretty face is going to hell, the TV show on Adult Swim. They wrote it, Dave Willis and uh Casper Kelly wrote this as if I'm saying it, so I'm will, I will gladly do this. This is very funny. Here we go. Do you hate your job? Do you live with existential dread? Then watch your pretty face is going to hell from Adult Swim. It doesn't even matter what your answers were to those questions. That's how good this show is. It's a workplace comedy set in hell, literal hell, where demons grapple with love, sex, religion, technologies, and dealing with the world's worst boss, I'm not cursing on this, all while having to stab some unfortunate soul in the, okay, scrotum, while listening to Smash Mouth. Folks, this is so funny. Folks, this is what peak television is all about. There are probably 17 shows that take place in hell, but this one is the best. It has guests like Andy Daly, Eddie Pepitone, John Glazer. Created by Dave Willis of Aqua Teen and Squidbillies fame and Casper Kelly, the guy who made Too Many Cooks, which was the thing that came out the same week as my amazing Newbridge special and promptly sent what was an excellent, really funny program packing to the scrap heap of 4 a.m. obscurity. Okay. John Worcester co-wrote some episodes. Why wasn't I asked to co-write an episode? Or write an episode? What is this? I know Dave and Casper, and they said they're fans of mine. Did they think I'm too big to write one of their shows? I probably am. Your Pretty Face is Going to Hell Season 3 premieres October 23rd at 11.30 on Adult Swim, and you can watch Seasons 1 and 2 at adultswim.com. Your Pretty Face is Going to Hell. I've been a fan of it since it started. Very funny show. Your Pretty Face is Going to Hell. Going to hell, bruh. The phone number. 
as we do our thing here on a Tuesday night. Who's good here, Mike? Best show. Hello, Tom. Hi, welcome. Hi, this is uh, Josh, the organ player up in Boston. How are you? Josh Cantor. That's me. World Series ring owner, Josh Cantor, the organist for your Boston Red Sox. Yeah, well, I was hoping to not have the night off tonight. I was hoping we'd still be in the playoffs and I'd be working the game, but we were uh, knocked out, unfortunately, but uh, it gave me a chance to call and say hello. But you were, and it was not, you were knocked out by who? Knocked out by the Cleveland team. Mm -hmm. Yes. You refuse to say, you just call them Cleveland. Yeah. Now, do you feel, Josh, well, first of all, Josh, congratulations on a successful season. You, you still Thank went you. to the, appreciate it. the team went to the playoffs, which is still, that's not nothing. Yeah, they, you know, they won their division. They exceeded expectations. Uh, David Ortiz had a fantastic, you know, final season. Mm-hmm. There were a lot of things to celebrate. And for me personally, there were a lot of uh, joys and accomplishments, so that was great as well. Did you see the headline that... uh that on the New York Post, it said "big floppy." Did you see that? It said "big." Floppy. I did not see that, I, I, but I, I wouldn't. Uh, I, actually, I wouldn't expect anything less from the New York Post. I actually made that up. I don't know if that was on. Oh. The back well, there. that would have been a good one. That would have, but he didn't flop. He didn't flop, right? No, I mean he didn't do great in the playoffs, but most of the hitters didn't do great. That was sort of the problem. But he he did fantastically well uh, up until then. But, you know, Cleveland has a lot of good pitchers, so you can't really blame the, the hitters entirely. Yeah, exactly. Don't look, congratulations on a great season. And one of my favorite things with social media, one of the only things I like about it anymore, it's basically, it's basically a clogged toilet, uh, at this <laughs> point, a social media. Um, but one of the, one of the remaining joys is is looking at the things people write to you as the organist for the Red Sox, people asking you to play certain songs, and then you you playing things, and they're 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 freaking out how much fun it is, and, and how much they love all the all the awesomeness that you bring in as a very live and organic element of these Red Sox games. Um, thanks so much. I mean, I I appreciate hearing that. I love getting to do it. I mean, um, I, I loved the job long before the social media became a part of it. Um, social media makes it really special. I get to I get feedback from people. I know what they like and what they don't like, and it's fun to take requests on the fly and kind of have it be like a, a live uh, tightrope back. And I, I particularly get a lot of... Um, a lot of wonderful suggestions and feedback and input input from people who are fans of your show, and I really appreciate you know that connection and that community. It makes it um, a ton of fun. Now, what's a song that you played this year that would be not that you're slipping thing? You're not slipping things in. You're the organist. You're playing. You're it's 2016. Yeah. Well, you're supposed to be playing. Uh, you're supposed to be playing uh, American in Paris. This is not the past. It's the present. Now you're playing yeah. contemporary music, but what's a fun thing that that you played that would not be heard in and maybe in any other uh, ballpark? 
Oh, that's a good question. I mean, I guess, um, you know, each ballpark kind of does it a little differently. Um, and, you know, for the most part, I stick to uh, the hits, you know, whether that means new hits or old hits or really old hits. Um, but if people ask for things that um, are a little off the beaten path, then it's kind of part of the, um, you know, as with any business, like if the customer asks for it, the customer's always right. So you can, um, it gives you that, that leeway to um Have you met some of these customers? There. I mean, now? as far as, as, far see, as like real, you, You've met some of these customers though, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, like I actually was listening the other day to, you know, when you had, uh, uh, Toronto Sex Dwarf Alex on the phone last week and he was saying that he was going to ask me to play that song and I was thinking oh, I'm probably not going to play that song not. nothing against him but you know what I mean no wait, 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 you, wait, you're not running a, a sex club you're at a <laughs> Red Sox game yeah right but I think uh, I don't know as far as I mean as far as sort of new popular stuff like um, uh you know, a lot, of, a lot of times, you know, younger folks will kind of hit me to the new things. So somebody will be like, oh, hey, there's a new Drake song. You should play it. And it just came out yesterday, and I haven't heard it yet. But I can, you know, pull it up on my phone and learn it quickly and and uh, and play it. So that kind of thing is fun. I totally love the Beyonce record that came out in the spring. So I was playing, like, a lot of those songs at the beginning of the year. And maybe that's a little unusual in terms of a ballpark organ kind of thing. But as, as far as stuff that's not popular, um, uh I don't know. Nothing is like immediately coming to mind, but I mean, I know I do them all the time because people will, you know, send me their requests for. Um, well, look, you're not you the know, only one with a keyboard here. Kind of maybe indie rock type thing it is that they're that they're into, and then I'll uh, I'll learn it, and I'll play it, and then usually I'll forget it, you know, because that's the way these things go. But Josh, I've got my own keyboard here in the studio. Uh-huh. You're not the only one. Can you hear that? I can only hear it ever so faintly. Well, it's probably because it was a, a $16 Minions keyboard that I bought at Toys R Us. Oh. One well, song I would... too. You know what would be a fun song for you to play? Tell me if you've ever played this song, and I can't play it, but I'm going to make like I'm playing it. Like, ba na 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 Right, you've had to play that, like, because it's Boston, you've had to play, Never had to knock on wood. Um, I've played that one probably once or twice, um, once or twice that I can remember, and just only because, you know, somebody specifically requested it. Like, it's not Mm. one that I would consider, uh... Well, I I know one you can't go without playing is... Who is that? Yeah, no, that one's one's super super popular. Um, Oftentimes the DJ will play that one because people really like to hear the recorded version with the shouting and the guitars and, and then, you know, people get into it and they, and they, and they dance around and stuff. And who is that again? That's the, uh, that's the Dropkick Murphys. The Dropkick Murphys, yes. The most Boston band ever, maybe. More Boston. Uh, perhaps, in some ways. That definitely seems to be like a pretty big, you know, part of their, uh, their identity and their, and their, and their cult following. By all rights, the band Boston should give their name to the Dropkick Murphys, and then they can be called Boston because they are Boston, and boss the band Boston would then have to be called the Dropkick Murphys. Which uh, would, that'd be yeah, f- that, that seems like right? a. I mean, I'm sure you get plenty of people to agree with you on that. The uh, what's another one you you play? Run, not, not, 
no, 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 no. Yeah, so that song is the uh, that's the official victory anthem of the Boston Red Sox. So, uh, so when so the Red Sox they, win a game, you play. When they go ahead, sorry. When they win a home game, the DJ will play that song. That's uh, "Dirty Water" by the Standells. It's a really great song. I'm I'm actually pleased that that's our victory anthem because I think a lot of teams are stuck with, you know lamer victory anthems than that. Mm-hmm. So, do you know what the Mets victory anthem is? I do not. Oh, I was. I. I don't think they do either. Actually, oh. I, don't, I don't know if they've picked one yet. They have to win something to have a victory anthem. Look, and these Mets fans, I'm not getting on these Mets fans, but I never saw more people. They they pile in on that one, like. The, the Mets song should be Lonesome Loser by uh, Little River Band, <laughs> which, which is, like, is... You notice any team with ETS, right? Whether it's the Jets or the Mets or the Nets. It's like they're... they're it's like, it, it, how, do, how does ET... You know they say there is, there's no I in team? Right. But, but there must be an ETS in Loser. Because every one of those teams... They bite it, right? What is that? Seriously. Oh, I don't know. I mean, I think, I mean, I'm coming from the Boston perspective where we, we lost a lot for a long, long, long time. Oh, so yeah. The I'm, people of I'm, Boston are such losers now. They had one, no, team, I mean, they had one team, one team didn't win. The other ones won everything. And then finally the team that didn't win anything started winning now too. It's over. You, you won. No, I trust me. I, I get it. The, the identity has changed. It's um, you know, it's an embarrassment of riches. Yeah. Um, we can no longer you know claim underdog status with any kind of credibility, um, and you know, and there's a certain arrogance that comes with it in terms of the overall fan base. I, I get all that. I'm I'm in tune with all of that. Um, I just you know, I don't uh, you know, I don't like to to uh, kick someone else's team when they're down because sure. I've on the other side of that. I hear, I hear you. Look, you're a class act. You're, you're classier than I am. <laughs> it's like Tom Brady. It's like uh, Ben Affleck said about Tom Brady when he was like, he's just so effing classy. He's so effing classy. When he was when he was uh, on uh, the, the Bill Simmons show. Uh-huh. And he was like, the reason he didn't turn his phone over is because he's so effing classy. That he didn't want anybody seeing him if he put down other players on his phone. He's so effing classy. It's like, this guy was talking about this guy as if it was, he was in a, like he was doing a eulogy for him. Now, he's a multimillionaire who got told he couldn't uh, throw a, f- a football for four games. Oh. This is what I think the, uh, the Mets anthem should be. Oh, wait, not that. Stop. Here we go. I've been driving, baby, riding on the peace train. No, 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 no. I'm on the peace train. Right? Have you ever had to play peace train at a... I don't know if I've played that one, but I have played some Cat Stevens. I, I, I do like his song. It's funny, actually. I just met him at Fenway Park a few weeks ago. Um, he was there on his night off on tour and uh and he came over and chatted to me and he said he enjoyed the organ music. It was really very flattering. 
That's awesome. I can't Some, recall if I played Keith Train before though. Somebody's saying that the Mets have been using uh, uh, Michael Perry as their oh, as their, their victory anthem. That they play AP Mike's Michael Perry over that seems, the. It seems a little dark. Yeah. Well, don't worry. They don't play it that often, <laughs> right? Look, Josh. Again, you you are an awesome guy. Oh, thanks. So are you. Well, thank you. I You did a thing that I'll never, ever, ever forget, which was when the best show when I announced in 2013 that we were wrapping it up, you played. And this is the first iteration of the best show on WFMU. It's back now. The, for people who don't understand, it's back. For God's sake, it's still, you still, you miss it? Do I miss it? Miss it. I'm here every Tuesday. So, I, I'm such a big fan of the show. Oh, thanks so much. So you miss it? I could have died when that person said that to me. I tell you. But you played at a Red Sox World Series game. The best show anthem. Which I... Yeah, was at in, the clinching game. Yes, the game when the Red Sox won the World Series. Which is... The, when you did that, I immediately, forever... Eased up on the Red Sox, making fun of them. Except for tonight's big floppy, uh, fake, <laughs> fake headline. So, sure, I'll still make fun of the the uh, the Patriots or the the Celtics or the hockey. What's the hockey team called again? The, the Bruins. It's not the slap shots. It's not that. No, it probably should be. That's the band. Because then they could, just, then that band could kind of be to the Bruins, sort of like what the Dropkick Murphys are to the Red Sox. Have you ever played Slap Shot at a Red Sox game? The hardcore band Slap Shot. I think I probably played a chorus of something once because somebody requested it. But you know, there's not um, those. There, I, I like that band a lot. Their tunes are not very melodious, though, and that's kind of the one ingredient that's key to sort of making a, a translation to a good live organ instrumental arrangement of a song. Sure. You know what would be a fun one for you to do is during it, like if it's a tight game and if it's like the, if the team's like falling apart, you play, no, 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 I'm about to have a nervous breakdown. Right? <laughs> My head really hurts. But that would be like, for like organ wise, it would just be like, no, 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 People would be like, oh, that's a fun, jaunty little tune. And yeah, it's good. you can hum along with that. Yeah. And people would be like, what is that? You're like, Black Flag. <laughs> well, Josh, you have a great off season. I hope to see you, you. I appreciate it. Very soon. I hope, let me know if you're coming down here. Come, you know, I'd love to have you come by. Um, That'd be wonderful. Maybe I can uh, lug my organ in and we can do some requests and have people call up and sing along or yeah, something. Or you can just play my Minions keyboard. It's pretty. Oh, yeah, that's pretty, a good idea, too. Pretty awesome. It's got five different instruments. A four, actually. And it's got a picture of two Minions on it, which I guess they couldn't afford a picture of the third Minion on it. But I hope to see you very soon, Josh. And uh, people should check you out on Twitter at... J.T. Cantor. J.T. Cantor. All right, buddy. You have a great off-season. Congratulations. Thanks, Tom. All right. Bye. Take care. That's a nice guy, Mike. Right there. Nice guy. 
Now do you know that song I sang was a Shangri-La song, Mike? Do you know that song? That's a good band. Dead Man's Curve? That's Jan and Dean. The leader of the pack. Yeah, leader of the pack. Dead Man's Curve. Look out, look out, look out. Best show. Hi, Tom. It's Jessica from Ithaca. Jessica from Ithaca. Before I forget, Jessica, let me just read this. It's very important. If I don't read this, I'm going to be mad at myself. Let me find it. Hold on. Where did it go? Why am I not seeing it here? Hold on. Here it is. I'm going to go to my email, and I need to read this email. It's somebody... A listener of the show uh, has a situation with a cat that needs to find a new home. Okay. This is for people in California. There's a cat named Cher. Cher is a beautiful four-year-old Norwegian forest cat currently living in a trailer on the Pacific uh, Coast Highway in Pacific Palisades. She's super sweet, smart, and sassy. Litter box trained and weighs about seven pounds. Oh, there's a moving situation, like a relocating situation. And um, Cher is looking for a loving temporary home for the next 18 months. So if you're somebody in the Los Angeles area and you can take on a cat for the next 18 months, um. Shoot me an email. I'll I'll send the email. I'll I don't want to. Oh wait, no. The email is a cat named share at gmail dot com. So if you can provide a home for a cat for the next eighteen months, uh, this is uh, a listener named Neil is trying to uh, place this uh, this poor cat named Share. A cat named Share at gmail dot com. All right. Thank you. Well, go ahead, Jessica. What's going on? Oh, not much. Um, sorry I couldn't call last week. I worked doing Wednesdays, but Elena called in, so I think the band was represented well. <laughs> you were repped, yes. Yeah, we were real repped. The anyway, we played was, our second show yesterday. Okay. Well, your second show, and this is for the band that's called Nancy, Nancy Babbage. Babbage. Yes. So. Yeah. It was really nice. We played at uh, Kava Bar, which is a bar that sells kava instead of alcohol. Wait, it sells what now? Kava? Kava. K-A-V-A. I think it's like a root from Asia or something. Mm, I've never had kava. Yeah, yeah. So it's a real Ithaca thing to play in a kava bar, I guess. So you played the kava bar. And the show yeah, went well. Fake was it called Sacred Root? It was we were really loud. It was nice. This is what I'm hoping happens for Nancy Babbage. Okay. You op- you you look. Two new members join the the group. <laughs> Avalanche Bob <laughs> and AP Mike. <laughs> and AP Mike will do Michael Perry. 
a song he has available at apmike.bandcamp.com, uh, along with his masses shirts. God forbid I don't mention them. These masses shirts he sells for the bar he uh, he is at, he works at. Um, and you get Avalanche Bob, who is probably going to call next week. I asked him to to skip a week. Uh, with all due respect, Bob. Let, let's let's break it up a little bit here. He's a bit much sometimes. <laughs> a little bit, it adds up. I just want the I want the max. I want to maximize what he brings to the to the to the show. Of course, so. of course. So yes, and and suddenly Nancy Babich, you're doing surfing, surfboarding, snowboarding, uh, punk rock, rock punk, and roll, that snowboard, yodeling. You're doing that, and then you're doing uh, Michael Perry. And then you're doing the other Nancy Babbage songs. I just like I just like think of a set, you know. You know, we start with something from the new album, okay? Then we break into Michael Perry. Yes. Then no, we then probably you do te- a Devo cover. You tease Michael Perry. You play the first few notes of it, and then the crowd starts cheering, and <laughs> then you go, ah, 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 not yet. It's coming later. Hang tight, and everyone. Then the yodeling comes. Then the yodeling. Then probably a Devo cover, a Joy Division cover. Make sure. wait. Sure. Then the big encore. You do Michael Perry into "Walking on the Sun" by Smash Mouth. <laughs> what a great show! Right into uh, into the way that you move by Smash Mouth. Into uh, "I'm a Believer" by Smash Mouth. Into a thir- into uh, that Third Eye Blind song, "Sunny Charm of Life." Yeah, I want something else to get me through this. A semi charm kind of life, a baby, baby, a baby. baby. <laughs> I've seen people do that at karaoke, and that seems like a hard song. To do yeah it's, it's like really fast yeah it's got all those parts in it i don't know yeah. the hardest song i ever did at karaoke was chop suey by system of a down and i canceled it halfway through because i couldn't hang with it wake up i couldn't pull it off jessica couldn't so what else is going on anything else congratulations on the show going well i think it went well the people at the I Kava think so Bar too. show. Like no, the guy we opened for really, really liked, told us he really liked it. So that was really nice because he told me that when I was thinking about all the mistakes I made. So, Well, nobody knows the mistakes you made except for you. You know more than anybody else. Of course. Have you ever been to a, any kind of comic book thing, any Comic Con? No. <laughs> no? Great guest or great caller, I know. That's all right. That's just never been my thing. I've had friends have gone to them. I've known a few people who've done intricate cosplays for things, but mm-hmm. well, look, you got a lot, a lot. You got a lot of living to do. You I got know. a lot more cons. There might be some big cons in your future. Maybe right. Yeah. Dra- yeah, comic Dragon Con. Who knows which con you'd go to? Comic Con. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. A dash con. All right. I don't know what that is. I'm going to. Okay, Jessica. All right. Anything else? No, I think. Just want to say hi. All right. 
Well, you have a well, grand. Have a, short and sweet. have a great week. Bye. Best show. Hey. Yes. Hi. Me. Hi. Hi, it's you. What's your name? Holden. What is that? Holden. What? Holden. Holden. Oh, I know you. You're a good kid. Thank you. How old are you, Holden? Seven now. You're seven. What's going on, Holden? I am eating dinner. Okay, what's for dinner? What are you eating? Mm. I have a question. Okay. Go ahead. Is there a kid-sized Mrs. Tavern? Oh, no. 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 Holden, no. Is there a kid-sized Mrs. Tavern shirt? No, it's a bar. You can't wear that. No! <laughs> Holden. Wait, you're being a, you're being a, a Weisenheimer, aren't you? Right? Oh. You wouldn't actually wear a Mass's Tavern shirt, would you? No. <laughs> I just want to support the best show. Yeah, that's not how you support the best show. You don't support the best show that way. You support Mike and his uh, weird friends. Poor Mike, and that it's he's got the photographer he hangs out with. Who's who's the next guest, Mike? A guy doing card tricks in here. What are you gonna bring next? What's that? Oh, what what are you gonna do here next, Mike? You got a mime? You bring a mime in here? Card tricks? Right? What? You gonna play somebody? You gonna play hide and seek? It's radio, Mike. It's sound. This Mike is like, I got a photographer. And look, this guy was a nice guy. He had great photos. But you would have thought they would have put him online earlier so the audience could listen and look. Look, he knows better than I do, apparently. I don't know nothing. Apparently, I don't know no. All I'm told to know is apmike.bandcamp.com. It's all I'm told to know. Okay, so I'm going to check. All right, well, well, what are you having for dinner, kid? Tater tots? I'm having mashed potatoes. Okay, close. A huge thing of lettuce and some Are you in jail? Are you in jail? And, uh, yeah. Mashed potatoes and water. And I and Are I you? ate some meat earlier. And yeah, I'm uh, I'm almost finished my milk. Okay, so you have water and milk and mashed potatoes, right? What are you locked in a abandoned uh, buffet? What's that? Oh. And raisins. Um, all right, Holden. You have a great night. Thank you. Best show. Final call for the night. What's Hi, that? Tom. Hi, who's this? If this call's not good, I'm not, I'm saying right now, if this calls, if this call bites it, I'm not taking calls the rest of the night. If this, it's oh. all, it's all riding on this, on this call right now. To whom am I speaking? This is Marcel from Orlando. Okay, so I think you guys have a good shot of getting on the air. This guy's good, Marcel from Orlando. 
He won. He was one of the co-winners of the do, do the Tom Pressions thing. He said he didn't get his package. I traced it. He did get it, and I had to send him a second package out. So he double dipped. <laughs> but that's just the way some people roll. So what's up, Marcel? Well, first I want to ask, uh, how are you doing, Tommy? I heard you were sick. Yeah, I'm sick. I'm still sick. What do you think? I got better all of a sudden? Oh, Marcel. What are you doing to me, buddy? Well, um, more importantly... Um, so more importantly than me being sick, and then more, more importantly than my health. Go ahead. Let's hear what it is. This I want to hear. Yeah, uh, Ken Bone. What's up with that? What is that? Now, that's that dude from the election or something? I follow yeah, none um, of that. I, I don't, I, I, I'm not, I, look, Marcel, why would you, how much political talk am I doing on this show? Zero! It's not, it's not just about the politics, hey. you know, but. Hey! I, um. You listen now. This is not your Tom Pressions where you're going to tell me how it is. Well, that ship sailed, chief. What do you hear? How many, how much am I doing on this? Zero is how much. You know why? Cause you can get it anywhere else. Literally anywhere else. But isn't he like the barb of... Get off my phone. Mike, that guy's banned for six months. It's a six month ban on Marcel. And send back the stuff. Priority. I want it fast. I want, I want this stuff back and I want it overnighted to me. If I don't get the stuff I sent him, both packages back by noon tomorrow, I'm suing him for $700 million. No, I'm not suing. He can keep this stuff. I don't want to go, you go get it anywhere else. Anywhere. It's literally all anyone is. No, but uh, I want to go. What about the thing with the. No, but what about. What about. And first of all, this Barb thing. I do want to make it clear. I will be selling my sexy Barb costumes this year. It's one of the Halloween costumes from my. at my Halloween Superstore. Our top seller is Sexy Barb. Um, it's basically a bikini and uh, 80s glasses. Yeah, Mike, what, what are you telling him? Wait, what are you doing? You're t- Mike's, oh, this guy's sabotaging me. That's straight up, I caught him. I heard it. I heard him bragging, he's bragging how he, 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 he he's, oh. I tell you, man. I tell you. He's out there bragging, he's bragging to his friend. He's got some friend out there. I don't even know who that is out there. Mike just shows up with some guy. What's that guy do, Mike? What's he do? Uh, mimeographs? You gonna bring him in next? Do slide projection? How hard that was? Hey, here's a picture. Wow, this is a picture of Alan Alda. Look at that. Doing a radio show. This is the best part of love. Mike gets quiet during this part. 
Mike hates this. Cause he, cause that, cause him and that guy, they get some kind of cash deal to get on the air. <laughs> I think that guy greased Mike's palms. The photographer. Or Mike, do you owe him money? Is that what that is? Is this some kind of football bet? Out of control? Right? Double or nothing? What if I get you on the air? I love it. He gets so quiet during this part. Look, it was a great segment. It was a great segment. I loved it. I was privileged to have that segment on the best show. It was a privilege. It was an honor. I was, I was humbled to have that on the show. But now he's got all these calls. All these calls are going to talk about Ken Bone. Watch this. Watch this. Every one of them. Best show. Wow, that's a good that's a precision point. What's that? Let's go. Best show. Hey, Tom. Oh, I'll talk to you. You will? Of course I will. I know oh. who this is. Yeah. This yeah, is my friend. To, while I was sitting here trying to think of some snappy opening. You caught me off guard. This is BB from Las Vegas. Yeah, boom, chakalaka, laka, boom, chakalaka, laka. Now, BB, you don't have to, you don't have to play the game. Did Mike tell you to talk about Ken Bone? No, no, he did not. No, if if anything, I don't know if he instructed the other gentleman to. They yeah, did. I heard him bragging. He's got some guy out there. Some guy. I don't even know. The guy's got some kind of accent. I don't know where this guy's from, who this guy, I've never seen this guy in my life. I don't know where he's from. God knows where Mike met him. He's got him outside right now? He's got him out there. Oh. I don't know what's going on. Maybe he made a delivery? Look, let's not uh, speculate. Uber driver? Let's not speculate. But right. I heard Mike say to him, he didn't think I heard him either. He said, yeah, I got every one of these callers are going to talk about Ken Bone now. And he went, <laughs> and I heard his friend go, hoo, hoo, Oh, really? Yeah. No, yeah, he did not, uh, he did not uh, attempt to suggest that to me, but I guess by that time he knew the jig was up. Yeah, well, or you got in under the wire before I, his scheme. You know, that's, that's, that's my claim of fame, man. Yeah. What's going on tonight, baby? You know, I had this, uh, I had this idea. Uh, it had something to do with this, um, um, little theater production you're involved in there over at the, in Newbridge. Wait, what's that? After this, uh, little, um, little theater production that you're involved in. A little theater production? Yeah. Go ahead. I want to hear more of this. Oh, well, I thought if, um, I think it had something to do with, um, something that premiered over the weekend. And as long as you're around, as long as, uh, as long as you wouldn't mind submitting a script for, um, high maintenance, as long as you got suction over there at the Little Theater. As long as I got suction over there. <laughs> so, you know, it's not the Brill Building, baby. No. That, because you're talking about, I write for a television show that yes, sir. debuted over the weekend called 
Divorce! And now you're saying you want me to walk a script down the hall to high maintenance as if we're all just jamming away here in the same, on the same floor writing TV shows. As the uh, triangle shirt sleeve uh, script. So, so you think I could just like pop in on a session like, hey, Ballers is writing a thing. Let me hop in on that. But, uh, but, uh, but, uh, and just add some stuff to that. Maybe I'll write a couple, uh, couple gags for Bill Simmons to say on his show. Yeah, you know, you're, yeah. you're, it's $50 a, uh, a joke, I think. <laughs> you're, this is not, you're, you're talking about if it's, 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 these are the Milton Burl days. Oh, I was thinking more, um, Jackie Martling, but. Or Jackie uh, Martling. Yeah, I, I, that's I paid more. him in jokes. <laughs> that I paid him in jokes. <laughs> no, I just thought the best high maintenance would be old Ben on his bike on a Tuesday night, going from house to house, and everybody's listening to the best show. Now Ben is the the uh, the guy who who was the the uh, the weed dude on high maintenance. I haven't watched high maintenance yet. You have not. Uh, yeah. He's the. He is the delivery man. I don't know if he has a name. I don't know if he's kind of like um, if Clint Eastwood dealt weed, you know, like nameless. I don't know if he has a name. Just that he's weed dude. Have you watched High Maintenance yet, Mike? No? It's, it's... No, it's not about janitors. Mike wants to know if it's about janitors. No, it's about a, a guy selling weed. Um, the, uh... Somebody wants to know if the guy out there, and I don't know if this is true or not. Is that is that your shrimp guy, Mike? Because because oh, the shrimp guy, the shrimp connect. Remember when Mike drove to Florida and he filled a cooler with shrimp for the drive I, down? I do, I do. He drove to where they do nothing but fish, and he left with this cooler full of Bayonne shrimp. Right, the finest for shrimp bait? that the the guy from the Efferdent commercial probably caught. It, was that shrimp? How was that shrimp turning while you were driving down? It wasn't getting gamey. Uh huh. So you had a cooler full of shrimp. Cut rate, just yeah. One of the key phrases you want to hear when you talk about seafood: cut rate. I look for that often. These are some of the phrases you want to hear when you think about seafood. Deal, cut rate, 24-hour cooler drive, backseat of my car, trunk is in the trunk. Okay, that's fair. Look, it was in his trunk. I'm not going to put this guy down because, look, I know I'm dancing with the dumb dancing pretty I'm playing with fire here. Because he laughs and he laughs. But the one guaranteed way to get him to stop laughing, I don't want to hear he gets mad. He gets mad. He gets dark out there. And I know I'm going to be on the wrong end of it. I got six days and 21 hours to fill. That's not here. So I'm going to I'm gonna tread lightly and just say apmike.bandcamp.com. 
Mediums will go. be mediums will be back in stock you. soon. I beg your pardon. I'm going to say mediums will be back in stock soon. Oh, there you go. Mediums. That's the the average. Your average Joe size. What's that, Mike? He's out of larges also. Don't worry, I'll get right on that. Don't worry, boss. Yavol. I tell you. This guy putting me through the put me through the ringer. Yeah. What's wrong with trunk shrimp? Somebody wants to know. Trunk shrimp. That should be your nickname now, trunk shrimp. I thought you said trunk shrimp. I did say trunk shrimp. No, you're talking about the uh, back end of a car. I'm talking about the back end of a nation. All right, baby. What? Tell me, what's the best buffet in in Las Vegas? Oh, my. Um, all right. There's what I've I've heard and what I've experienced. Um, my niece tells me that uh, Green Valley Ranch is exceptional. Green Valley um, Ranch. That's not a casino. It, it actually is. It's in Henderson. It's just not. It's not in Las Vegas. Okay. And uh, Bellagio. The Bellagio. Yeah. You can't go wrong with their brunch or their their breakfast or their buffet. It's it's quite expensive. I mean, mm-hmm. it's not for the faint of heart. Yeah, the days of the dollar shrimp cocktail are are gone. Oh yeah, those. <laughs> the the days when that was a, a lure for people. And then that's where you were getting your trunk shrimp. Yeah, you know that's straight up cut rate trunk shrimp. The good right. stuff. Did you have another cooler full of cocktail sauce, Mike? No. Ooh. <laughs> oh, that's readily available. Cocktail sauce. Who's your friend out there? Who was that? That guy. Mike says he's from Europe. He's from the band Europe? Now, BB, the Pet yes, Shop sir. Boys. Yes, sir. Name five perfect song by the songs by the Pet Shop Boys. Go. Oh, you were always on my mind. Yes. Um, take it. You can do it. Uh, I beg your pardon? Being boring. Because we were never being boring. The one with the... No coaching. Rent. Rent, of course. Uh, The one with the... The the one with... Dusty Springfield? Thank you very much. Yes. Yes. What have I done to deserve this? What have I? What have I? You got one more you have to name. Uh, Sub- suburbia? Does that count? Uh, the, the 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 first one, the one. Um, West End Girls. Let's make lots of money. Opportunities. Thank you. Yes. They're playing in Morristown, New Jersey. Who's going to get me in? There's got to be somebody working at that theater in Morristown who can duck me in. Come on, Morristown, New Jersey theater, come through for for your old friend Tom. Somebody who's on the on the board. Yes, I want to get in. Hook me up. You know what, uh, where I lived prior to moving out here, not too far from Phoenixville, Pennsylvania, the Colonial Theater, which they have aboard, uh, they show uh, cinema, you know, 
that sort of thing. They're not. They don't take first run movies. Mm-hmm. But it's where uh, they shot the Blob with Steve McQueen, mm-hmm. and it's still in operation. It still looks pretty much the same. I love it. The Blob. Yeah. Fifties. Twenty four hour party people there, man. That yes. was a great movie. Andy Kindler wants to know what buffets anyone would recommend for the faint of heart. Oh, for the faint. For yeah, but, the faint. But this is the guy, Andy. If you know Andy Kindler, this is the guy. You can't. You know the way they used to say you could always find like Lemmy at the at the where was he always at the Rainbow? Yes. And you could always find Dean Martin at the Hamburger Hamlet in his uh-huh. late years. The Sizzler on uh, on La Brea, Andy Kindler is always there at the Sizzler on La Brea. I think it's Highland and La Brea. You can always catch him in Los Angeles. People of Los Angeles, it's it's like the comedy version of the Hollywood sign. It's Andy Kindler sitting at a booth near the salad bar at the Sizzler in Los Angeles, California. Real. Yes. Well, what we, I don't know, if he got his heart set on buffet, because what we have here is the omelet house, hey, and there's one what? over by the hospital where Rip Taylor still goes, and so, we've seen him there, and he looks great. So Rip, he t- looks- hold on, slow this story down. Okay. You go to the omelet house near the hospital, and you see Rip Taylor there all the time. Yeah, he's got his own booth, it's kind of got his, um... A caricature of him that he signed. I was like, that's neat. He's got his own booth. One day we went there, boom, there he is. Does it have like a little rope in front of it, just like for Rip only? Like only Rip can get into this booth? No, it's, uh, no, no, it's not, not cordoned off or anything. But no, that's his, that's his seat. I think if he, somebody was in it and he showed up. Like when I went to, yeah, like when I was at Vince Neal's restaurant. At Circus Circus, it had a little rope in front of it in his special table. But you know the thing is, though, with it, it's not like there was any crush for tables at that place. We're just like, oh, my God, it's a it's an hour and a half wait to get a table at Vince Neal's restaurant. If only we could seat people at that booth, but we can't. It's like, yeah, I think we can afford to leave a booth empty here. Friday night, 8 p.m., dinner crush. Come on, man, take down the velvet rope. <laughs> take down the velvet rope. we got to seat people at Vince's booth. <laughs> Dag it, man. All right, baby. you got to hang here more often. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. We'll All see. Right. I'm looking forward to it either way. All right. You have a great night. Stay out of trouble, lad. I will. Good night. Bye. Now that's a quality caller. That's a great person, BB. What a great, awesome person. Last time I was in Las Vegas, I got to say hi to her and Dave. That's a top-notch human. Best show. Uh, Hi, Tom. It's Dan from Australia. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? Not too good, mate. I'm I'm home with a cold, and I thought I'll seize a chance to call Tom live. Yeah, I've got a cold too, buddy. Yeah, it's the pits. Hey, Mike, does your friend want to come in here? Oh, God, why am I doing this? 
Some guy Mike met. Where'd you meet this guy? In front in front of it. Oh, yeah, have a sit there. Oh no. There's headphones, you can put them on. Who is Mike? Seriously, who is this guy? What's in the bag he's got, Mike? Seriously, if you know Mike, I'm not joking around anymore. I'll stop mentioning the photographer ever again. Just tell me what's in that bag. What? What is it, Mike? Uh, he won't talk to me now. So what's what's up, uh, pal? Uh, yeah, um, I'm just wondering, can you source where your cold came from? Have you got an idea where you may oh, have picked uh, it up? Yeah, I have a pretty pretty definitive idea where I picked it up. Was at Comic Con, New York Comic Con. Hmm. Jeez, it's a, it's a hive of of germs, I guess. Yes, I saw that place and I said. The thing that Obi-Wan Kenobi said in Star Wars, which I'm not remembering at this moment. Remember when he said that? Moss Eisley Spaceport. Remember he said that? A wretched hive of... What did he say? Wretched hive of scum and villainy? Is that what he said? I'm not, I'm not that big a Star Wars fan. Ask Dudio, he'd know. Look, I'm going to tell you this. And what's your name again? Dan. Dan? Yeah. You listen to me and you listen good. I've been sick for three days. I laid back. I read. This is how sick I was. I couldn't even make my way. I started watching Dave and Mike Need Wedding, uh, whatever it's called. I couldn't concentrate on it. Oh, damn. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. I, I picked mine up from a co-worker, I'm, I'm sure. Okay, I didn't ask you where you got your call from. I'm uh, okay. in the middle of making a point here. This is the, what is this, uh, the health line? No. I was saying, but I read this comic book. You ever read a comic book? Just say yes. Yeah. I read this comic book, Darth Vader. Now, I know that sounds stupid, right? Darth Vader is a comic book. Who would read that? Well, I did. I'm telling you. I read all the issues of it, and the final, it, it's so good. It's better than any of these dumb Star Wars movies. This Darth Vader, I'm not kidding. It's so much better. It's better than five of the Star Wars movies, easily. Not joking. You read this thing. Okay? I will. I'll pick it up. Yeah, you do that. You have a great night. Would you have something else to say, Dan? I just wanted to give you a gross germ story, if you wanted to hear one. Sure, let's hear it. Uh, back when I was traveling around being a musician, we got a gig uh, doing playing in the concourse of a rugby stadium just to uh, entertain the patrons while they, you know, at half time and before and after the game and stuff like that, and. So we brought along our favourite sound engineer. We never, we never brought him to a live gig before, and um, he set up side of stage uh, instead of in front of stage because there was going to be tens of thousands of people. So he set up side of stage, and he said, "Oh, by the way, can 
can I use your uh, mixer mines in the shop? And I said, yeah, sure, you can use my mixer as long as we get the job done. So about halfway through the evening, I look, I just check him. I just look over to say, g'day, how's it going? And he's pulling the knobs off the mixer and popping them in his mouth and, like, giving them the old, you know, golf, golf ball rinse and then putting them, putting them back on the mixer. But I love this guy. I the mean, knobs. Hold on. The, Hold on, Dave. Dan. Dan. Dan, Dan or yeah. Dave? Dan. Dan. <laughs> Dan. He... Yeah. Takes the knobs off your mixer. Yeah. And starts putting them in his mouth. Yeah, he's cleaning them for me. In his mouth. Yeah, I wish it's I was the worst kidding. thing I ever heard in my life. That's I bad know. for him and it's bad for everybody. These germy mm-hmm. knobs are now in his mouth and now you got his mouth germs all over the knobs. It's just no one wins. I mean, the mixer's cleaner. I suppose the mixer wins in a way. What is going on? He's a nice guy. I don't know what brought this on. Maybe he was under a lot of strain. I don't know. Yeah, he sounds troubled. Sounds troubled. Yeah. At best, he sounds troubled. (laughs) Right? I don't know what he thought. I mean, that's a high level of boredom, isn't it? It is. What do you think about this? The best show live from Uluru, right? That could work. We're up up at the top of it, me, Dudio, Pat, AP Mike, the whole gang doing a show live from the top of Uluru. Let's do it. That'd be awesome. People are waiting for our best tour, our best show, Aussie tour. We do a show. We go. We start. What's on the 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 the, the uh, west coast would be Perth, right? Perth. 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 Yeah. And then the east coast would be what's a what's a city on the east coast? Melbourne. Sydney, Brisbane, Sydney, Melbourne's Sydney. at the bottom. That's right. So what if we do this? What's at the top? What's in the northernmost part of Australia? Darwin. Okay. Here's this. Picture this tour. Sydney starts in Sydney. Right. Yep. At the Opera House. Then we go down to Melbourne. Then we cut a line straight through the middle of Australia, the part that no one will go to. We drive it in go-karts. <laughs> right? Yeah. Up to Darwin. Then we go right back into the heart of it again, and then hook a, we hook a left because we're going down, right toward the East Coast. Where we'll do a show in Brisbane. Fantastic. Thoughts? I think that'd be fantastic. I think that'd be great. It'd be a great documentary uh, documentary opportunity too. And I want to do it. The soundtrack provided by Gary Gary Beers from NXS. I want him, the yeah, bass player from NXS. To record I'm not original sure, music. I'm not sure what his solo stuff's like, but I'm sure it's good. If there's anything like in excess. I want to do a bass and vocal only version of Don't Change for You, right? Don't Change yeah. a Thing for Me, right? You know that song. Oh, yeah, yeah. You support I'm it. standing here. What's it? I'm standing here on the ground, right? That's it. The sky above won't fall down. Then we'll do. Boom. I need you tonight. 
Cause I'm not creeping. Kiss the dirt. Kiss the dirt. What's that? Uh, that's off Kick. That's a good one. Kick. What's Kick? Kick. The, oh, the kick. big okay. uh, Kick. Yeah. The big kick. album. Yeah. It was. Kiss that also dirt. had their other song. And devil inside. The devil inside. Every single one of us. The devil inside. Gone too soon, Michael. Yes, gone too soon. I'm with you on that. All right, you have a great night, Dan. Thanks, Tom. One of the bands I saw at Goner Fest, one of the best bands, was this band Knots, one of my favorite bands. They have a new album out called Cosmetic. This is Blank Reflection. Okay, that one works. Alright, the best show back. Another Tuesday night. Yes, I'm sick. But I'm here. Bringing you... All the laughs you could ever ask for. We just heard from Knots. Their amazing second album is called Cosmetic. The vinyl, at least, is out on Goner Records. And we heard Blank Reflection. You like that, Pat? Pat likes it. Pat gets it. We get it. They don't. When I was on the boardwalk over the summer and I had a King Crimson shirt on and that guy came up to me King Crimson yeah man I get it they don't look let me just get my ice cream okay dude then I tried to talk to him and he weirdly blew me off <laughs> like wait you're gonna come up to me with it and then you don't want to talk about this stuff? I've been thinking about what to do uh, with, the, with the future of this show. And there's a lot of changes I think I want to make. And no, none of them are with the people here. Everybody on the show, I'm so lucky to have everybody here who's here. All kidding aside, I can say that. I can, I can pull back the curtain. Lucky to have Mike, and I'm lucky to have Pat, and I'm lucky to have Jason. These are all the best people. So thank you, guys. You're not going anywhere, if I, if I have anything to say about it. If you might leave the show. I'm definitely not giving you the kibosh, but i got to make some changes here. we got to get this thing to, to get to the next. we got to get another uh, gear on this thing. You know what I mean? And I've been thinking about it. Sure, the best show's been so influential. I hear other shows, and it's, it's uh, we've been we've been here since two thousand doing this, sixteen years in on this thing, and these other things. It's all little piece here, little piece there. 
adds up. So you know what I'm going to start doing? That's right. I'm going to start stealing right back from them. So my new MO for the rest of 2016, I'm stealing from the, th- not, I'm not calling them thieves. I'm stealing from every, cause some of these shows have literally nothing to do with this show. I'm stealing from every other podcast now. I'm just going to start stealing left and right. Some shows I love, I'm going to steal their core conceit. Some shows I have never heard, I'm going to steal their thing. Some shows I've heard I don't like, I'm going to steal their thing. Like, let's look. What shows? Let's see here. Popular. Popular podcasts. What are some popular podcasts? This American Life now. I could do that, though. Some stories, right? Hi. Right? Wouldn't that be like, that guy's a nice guy. I like Ira Glass. I want to tell, what, what is, what does that show even, what does he even do on that? I, I haven't heard it and it's just like, is he talking about just like jealousy or something? Is that what they do on that thing? Pat? On, on this American life? Is it like themes or something? They talk about like flea market. It's like, is an episode like about a flea market and it's all stories about like, Pat's never heard it. Okay. I don't know. I'm not going to. I'll leave him be with his thing. But you know what I could steal from? Like uh, that minute show. There's that one because there's that one that does a a minute at a time at the, the Raiders of the Lost Ark. And each episode reviews one minute. I'm just going to do that. I'll just take a different movie, do a minute of it. Because let me just look here. Star, there's got to be a Star Wars minute podcast, of course. The Star Star Wars one minute at a time. So they're just going through. They watch a minute and they talk about it. How long could these episodes be? Oh my God, thirty six minutes to talk about one minute. I'll do that. What would I do it with? Dave and Mike need wedding dates. Go a minute at a time through that? I don't know about that. What's a movie we could go a minute at a time through? The Ten Commandments. You get a lot of shows out of it. I sure could get a lot of shows out of The Ten Commandments. I'm also getting word that the sizzler that Andy Kindler hangs out at is out of business. So I guess is he going, is he climbing through the window of an abandoned sizzler? Is that what he's doing? Does he bring his own food in? Did they leave some... Is there like one of the stoves is still on? He cooks it himself there? I don't know. But I do know the Cannonball Run Minute. Now that's a good idea. But maybe it's got to be something that's got some more uh, appeal. Something like... Right? Cannonball Run Minute's pretty good though. Dirty Grandpa... No, I'm not doing Dirty Grandpa. The Dirty Grandpa Minute. Smokey and the Bandit is literally the one to do. I'll start doing that. Smokey and the Bandit. The Smokey and the Bandit Minute, where I review a minute of the movie. 
guess I got to listen to how some of these dumb minute move podcasts do the thing, how they space them, space them out, right? I don't know. Oh my God. John Solomon just sent me a thing. The movies by me. These are all the minute based podcasts. Get a load of this. Star Wars minute. The Goodfellas minute. A Talking Cat Minute, Back to the Future Minute, Indiana Jones Minute, Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan Minute, Jaws Minute, Alien Minute, Clueless Minute, The Avengers Minute, Ghostbusters Minute, Caddyshack Minute, Lord of the Rings Minute, Beetlejuice, oh, gee, that's a graveyard. I can't do that. I can't contribute to that. No, I'm not doing that. Sorry. Can't. A lot of these ones, I know they review different sitcoms, and that's a big thing where they just do an episode each time where they do different TV shows. There's that one that does uh, the Gilmore Girls, and those guys are like, it's like Scrooge McDuck with those dudes jumping in the pile of money they've made on that thing. Yeah. Oh, this is a good one. Andy Warhol's Empire Minute. That's the movie he made. It's like eight hours long of the staff filming the Empire State Building. <laughs> That'd be pretty good. Right? Jerry. There's that movie Jerry that's uh, Matt Damon and Casey Affleck. It's a walking. You could do that. The Jerry Minute. No, I'm not doing the Brown Bunny Minute. Not doing that. Come on. The trash humpers, man. I said it. I said it. I've been saying trash bleepers for the last seven years, and I just said it. Oh, I really am sick. And I am sick. I tell you, I'm so sick. You, I, I, at three o'clock, I didn't, I had not been up on my feet yet. And I can't, I came here to do the thing. I pulled it together. I'm, I got the sweats popping in and out. Man, it's hard. It's hard being nice to yourself sometimes. You know what I mean? It's hard to just be nice to yourself. Just say, yeah, go easy on yourself, Tom. Be nice to yourself. I'm not so nice to myself. You guys think I'm hard on you? Oh, if you only knew how hard. I'm 1,000 times easier on anybody listening to this thing than I'm on myself. You don't hear how I beat myself up. This is what it's like. Get up, look in the mirror. It's like, come on, stupid. Let's get this going. You got so much to do. I call myself a name. Come on, stupid. You got so much to do. Let's get through this. Let's get this stuff done, stupid. Call myself stupid. No big. That's the thing. Well, I don't know where, where's this coming from? Ain't from my parents. I ain't come, my parents is the, 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 the nicest pie to me. Couldn't have a, 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 a better wife. But here I am in the morning calling myself stupid. First thing in the morning. Come on, stupid. You got so much to do. We can do this. Let's do it, stupid. What am I? It's like a one man three stooges routine. Hey, stupid. Hey, stupid, we got a lot to do today. Hey, don't talk to him like that. Well, don't you tell me who to talk to.
I gotta say this. If you like the Three Stooges as a kid, uh, I'm not saying everybody who liked the Three Stooges as a kid is, uh, is, uh, a dummy, but, uh, a lot of dummies liked the Three Stooges when they were kids. Not everybody. I know that. You got plenty of friends that couldn't respect them more. Love the Three Stooges. A friend of mine once said, how can you argue with these three guys that were, they were arguing in a tool shed? I was like, okay, that's a fair point. Like, the Three Stooges Minute. Mike's this guy who Mike dropped in the studio just wrote me a thing that says Three Stooges Minute. Oh, I know who this is. It's Martin from from Malmo. How are you? Hi, Tom. How are you doing? I'm good. How are That's, you? Okay. Not Why didn't well. you just say who you were? Sorry. I tell you. Just being polite. You're being polite. Well, it spooked me out a little bit there, Martin. Well, look, I got to talk more about this. You maybe if we do the half hour power, we can get some some quality chit chat with you. How's yep. that sound? Sounds good. You guys want to do it tonight? Yeah, sure. All right. It'll be an actual half hour this time, though. None of these seventy minute half hour powers. The Strozek minute. Andy Kendler's here now. He's mentioning Golden Corral. Well, you know, see Jeff Foxworthy. You ever see those Golden Corral commercials Jeff Foxworthy does? It's like, at what point does this guy, it's like, hey, Jeff, uh, you know, this isn't a, you know how much money you already have and these commercials are going to make you look like, uh, pretty much like you're hosting a, a commercial for a flea market. But it's for a thing. It will pay you for it. But these commercials are only going to hurt your image. And he's just like, yeah, I'll do it. Hey, over at Golden Crown, we got the uh, Chocolate Wonderfall. Real fantastic. They Now they got a to-go box you can put. If you go to Golden Corral and order food, you might have to throw up later. If you eat at Golden Corral, you might throw up. If you go to the Chocolate Wonderfall and then get some cotton candy from the cotton candy station, you might throw up later. The Macho Minute dedicated to Macho Man Rand. No, I'm not doing that. I can't do it. The Minute thing isn't happening. Sorry. Those guys can have it. I should steal what I think Paul Shear does. You know, Paul Shear does that. How did this get made? And this guy. Oh, my God. This guy's making hand over fist with that thing. Hand over fist. The money. That's what I got to do. What would my thing? I'm just going to straight up steal his thing. What about this? My thing will be called Who Greenlit This Pile of Trash? Who Greenlit This POS? That's what it's called. Hey, Who Greenlit This POS? That'll be my thing, and we'll just literally do what Paul does on his thing. Paul and, uh, and, uh, Zooks and, uh, June, um, JDR. We'll do what they do. Hey, who greenlit this POS? That's what we're going to do now. I'm going to start doing that maybe next week. 
about movies. The first movie we'll do is uh, 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 Showgirls. How about that? Something to keep uh, Mike interested. Showgirls. Why don't you ask your guy if he can get a copy of Showgirls, Mike? Your guy in the in the Dwayne Reed parking lot. Best show. Oh, sorry. Hi, best show. Hello, Tom. Uh, to whom am I speaking? Uh, this is Mark from uh, Gander, Newfoundland. What now? Merck? <laughs> it's funny because a lot of people I talk to in the States, uh, uh, my name is Mark, M-A-R-K. Aunt Mark. Mark, yes. How are you, Mark? Uh, pretty good. How are you doing? Uh, I'm doing well. And you're calling from Newfoundland? Uh, yeah, Gander, Newfoundland. Yep. How are things in Newfoundland tonight? Uh, pretty good. Um, <laughs> I was sitting here the whole while. I had to... Uh, <laughs> sorry, I'm really nervous here. It's first time calling. Uh, I was sitting here trying to think of something to ask you about, and a few things came up, but I'm drawing blank now. All I want to say is, Tom, I love the best show. I've been listening for a few years now, and uh, I love what you do. Thanks. <laughs> oh, thank you, Mark. That's a sweet call. All right. Thank you. Nice guy. Best show. Hey, Tom. Yes. Hello? Hi. Hey, Tom. What's going on? Oh, just doing uh, the best show here. And, 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 you, and you do it very well every week. Uh, I was Thanks, calling out. What's your name? My name is uh, Corey. I'm from Long Island. Corey from Long Island. What's going on on Long Island tonight, Corey? Uh, not too much. I'm just uh, coming home, getting, uh, getting into bed. Uh, okay. uh, the topic's Kenneth Bone tonight? No, that's not the topic at all. Uh, oh, sorry. Are you really um, sorry? Yeah, because um, your uh, associate producer Mike is. Uh, after he asked me if I bought a shirt from me, mm-hmm. from him, he said uh, the topic's Kenneth Bone. So wait, so, so uh, he said to you, he said, "Did you buy a shirt from me?" <laughs> I, 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 I'm, I'm putting it on a little bit. Um, I felt the vibe where he was asking me if I should have bought a shirt, but um, I told him I did buy a shirt, but he was like, you sure? You sure you bought a shirt? And then, uh, goodbye, I'm getting you out of here. Go go to bed. Best show. Hi, Tom, how are you? Um, I'm well. To whom am I speaking? This is Evan in Vancouver. Evan in Vancouver. Yes. What's up, Evan? Not too much. I just had uh, something to offer for your your idea of uh, who greenlit this POS. Yeah. Maybe if you you did uh, different movies than somebody like Paul Shear might do, like if you did uh, something like Grey Gardens or Welcome to Leaf, you could uh, have a narrative on uh, idea of you know a comment on that. Yeah, but those movies weren't greenlit, though. Well, somebody greenlit them. I saw them. Uh, Grey Gardens. Yeah, but they, those guys just made that. They weren't just pitching. Get off my phone. Best show. Hi, Tom. How are you? Ugh. You're bugging me. Hello? Go ahead. Hi. Sorry. Uh, What's your name? I, What's your name, Chief? My name's Eric. I'm from uh, Hollywood, California. 
Eric from Hollywood, California. What, what's going on with you? Oh, not too much. I'm watching uh, preseason basketball and postseason baseball. Okay, who's playing in the preseason bat? That's all I care about. Uh, the Lakers and the Trailblazers. Yeah, how, 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 what's going on with that? Uh, it's currently 29 to 27. Uh, the Blazers are winning. Uh, I'm bored, I'm bored I... by this. Early in a preseason. Go ahead. Best show. How's it going, Tom? Oh, it's going well. I know who this is. I can hear it. I can hear already the, 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 the mischief. Who is this? This is Fred, right? Yes. <laughs> Fred from Honolulu. Hi. When are you coming down here, buddy? You didn't give me your schedule. Oh yeah. Um uh any Tuesday you want. <laughs> I tell you, I give myself a hard out from that from that awful job I have and I'll come whenever. Hard out from the awful job. <laughs> Fuck don't you know, put your job down. Maybe you're the awful one at the job. You ever think about that? <laughs> You're thinking that everybody at work is just saying this job would be a dream if it wasn't for Fred from Honolulu? I know that. I know for a fact. <laughs> what are you, drunk? No. I yeah, just got food delivered. What so food I'm very happy right what now. What food did you get? I got barbecue. Okay. Yeah, you earned it. You earned it, Fred. <laughs> At 11 at night. Yeah, 11, 11, yeah, 11.15, you're eating barbecue. There you go. That's, that's just so, that's so forward. I'm going to eat it in bed in a sweater, bro. There you go. Proud, proud, proud moments with Fred from Honolulu. That should be your show. (laughs) What are you trying, what are you writing something for, uh, you trying to, you trying to write your own uh, version of Gethard's show? (laughs) <laughs> write your own you're trying to write your own uh i'm a uh, i'm i'm uh in a free fall here but it's not true yeah, this thing's real me and my chris thing me. chris's thing was real fred you're trying to manufacture weird moments <laughs> you're ordering barbecue hey everybody it's me fred from honolulu then 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 at my low point i ordered barbecue at 10 at 11 15 at night Then I made the call back to Honolulu, and my family sent me another $80,000 to tide me over. They wired me another $80,000 to tide me over as I live in the Dakota. Yeah. Right? Where are you living? The Dakota? Right? What's up? Fred Fred from Honolulu, you live in the Dakota. What are you, Lauren Michaels is your neighbor? What is the Dakota? Oh, that's, that's, what is the Dakota? Yeah. It's no, the, no. It's the, it's the name of the building you're in right now, Fred. Okay. The one you bought right. a f- two floors of? Because <laughs> Yathis Pants has a, has a in-ground swing pool completely issuing their jersey roots. That's, <laughs> All right, what, what's going on? You you got the giggles tonight, dude. I, no joke. I just spent forty eight hours without sleep, zero sleep, in the saddest place on earth, Atlantic City. 
You were in Atlantic so City I'm, for two days straight. Where'd you two stay? Two days straight, no, zero, zero sleep. And where'd None. you stay? Uh, I stayed in this place. This is why I called. I stayed in this place. Uh, we were, uh, you know the show I work on, and it's uh, we're covering the closing of the Trump Taj Mahal. Mm-hmm. So we stayed literally next door. Called, this place is called The Showboat. But it's like, it was a hotel that's been closed for two years, yeah. and they, they're starting the remodel. Mm-hmm. They're slowly... Um, they started by just opening the hotel part, but apparently it was like, it used to be like Louisiana themed. Like it was like, <laughs> yeah, that's why it was called the showboat. It was, <laughs> it was modeled after like a showboat. I don't know what the showboat is. So you think they tripped over that name? So go ahead. So you're in a, you're, you guys were staying basically in an abandoned casino. <laughs> Yeah, it was a it's an abandoned casino, which is um, in their yeah. desperation to like get bookings. It's like dog friendly, so it's like a million. It's great, but it's like dogs peeing and pooing everywhere, and it's it's just this. It's long corridors just to the to the one uh to the one uh uh tower they have open to uh to have uh rooms or whatever mm-hmm. and the um the rebrand is uh apparently they're gonna slowly turn it into a like a chinese style gaming arena like it's gonna be like not gaming as in not gambling like gaming as in like pc games and that kind of stuff mm-hmm. so <laughs> so it'll be for know. people to play like gears of war or something yes Exactly, and then like people bet on that stuff now, oh, can you imagine? and like it's, it's going to be it's, yeah. So I uh, I don't know if that'll work out. There right. there's no joke. They're going to build like a giant climbing wall where <laughs> where, <laughs> where like the where the Bourbon Street <laughs> the Bourbon you're, you're Street recreation. You, there's no way you're not completely hammered right now. No, I'm not. I'm, you're making no. Just, well, actually, you didn't sleep for two days. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're, 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 there's like a weird, there's like a weird, uh, clinical trial you're in right now. <laughs> it's weird because the, the freelancer, uh, what the job on earth, what job on earth would force someone to stay for 48 hours straight? What, 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 job, what, what are you, what, what, what are you, uh, 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 flying around in a, uh, the black helicopter? No, it's a 15 passenger van and a, and a Ford, like, I don't know what the mid-sized sedan Ford that I was driving around as my sprinter yeah. was. But yeah, it was not safe. <laughs> yeah. People on, just so you know, people on Twitter are, are, are condemning your appearance on the show tonight. Wow, they're, why? They're saying they have, they somebody saying? just wrote here, I'm not gonna say who it is. They said they uh-huh. haven't heard you bomb this bad since you were doing the vacation Jason roast. Oh wow! Okay, I bombed that roast. That's what somebody like, said on Chris Twitter. Gethard, was he mad that I was funnier than him that night? No, Chris, what... Chris said he didn't even know if you were at the thing or not. Chris wasn't sure. <laughs> when I asked him, I said, "Hey, how did Fred do?" He's like, "I don't know. Was Fred at it? I'm not sure." Oh. oh. <laughs> Because this guy, Vacation Jason, is one of the Chris Gethard show uh, hangers on, mm-hmm. and uh, and he's this guy who has this one note co- comedy routine that he's always yeah, on vacation. 
Yeah, which yeah. I mean, that would be just like if I, if I was just like doing a thing where I'm like a sw- sweater Tom, and I was wore a sweater, <laughs> and all I talked about was the sweater I'm wearing, and everything led back to the sweater I'm wearing, no matter what you Is said. Didn't so, Andy Daly do something like that? So he wanted to, oh, look, <laughs> click it down, Fred. He wanted to know, Vacation Jason's like, hey, would you be at my roast? Which, again, it's, he was asking if asking people to be at your own roast sounds, it seems truly like the, the low point of existence. Um, he wanted me to grease you, by the way. <laughs> and then, but then Fred was at it, and apparently Fred, Fred did a, did a thing at the roast, and he, he flamed out. I'm get. I got varying reports. <laughs> Some people said you were having a meltdown. Other people said you bombed. Which okay. one is it? All right. I'll take meltdown over bomb. Uh-huh. That is not what happened. Okay. And I will sue these people for slander. <laughs> you'll sue them for well. That it goes in line with the. I guess you'll just call your family again and ask. I them will call to, my family, my Lando name family, to send the to send the lawyer to the mainland. Is that what you're going to mm-hmm. say? Right. Yes. Send we, a few we've retained a New York City firm. Send a few people <laughs> from the firm to New York. Mm-hmm. Yes. Fancy Fred's looking to uh, take some people to court. Why does Atlantic City exist, Tom? I don't understand. Why? I don't. I don't. I don't get it. There's, Here. It, it took it, me three hours to drive there. There was nothing between there. And where I started from. All right, Fred. Well, I'm yeah. going to give you a little here. I'm going to just explain a couple things to you. Mm-hmm. Did you, you know, when you would look at, like, when you would have your back to the, when you would be facing the casino, right, mm-hmm. from the mm-hmm. boardwalk? Mm-hmm. Like, you'd be standing on the boardwalk and you'd be looking at the casino. Mm-hmm. And then what if you turned around? Mm-hmm. What would you be looking at? The, the ocean. Yeah, the ocean. Right? Yeah, that's why it exists, yes. Fred. Right there. It's oceanfront casinos. So really that foreign a concept you can't wrap your yeah, head around. Foreign. Like Las Vegas is in the middle of the desert, but yeah. like the mob poured money into it and turned it into like a tax evading haven and like that makes sense. Like okay. Indian gaming makes sense. Like that. Fred Fred, Fred from Honolulu's Wild America. Now we're getting like his <laughs> so you you can't understand why a casino wouldn't want to be two hundred feet from the ocean, <laughs> like how that could in any way be appealing to customers no there's other beachfront properties. why would it be Atlantic City? It's not like a nice well shore because place. it was a boardwalk for eighty years before it had casinos on it, mhm. It was around. It was oh, okay. around forever, Fred. Okay, and okay. then it dipped down. And I know in there's the like 70s. mob connections too, and all that. It, it went in the, in the toilet in the sixties and seventies, and then they put casinos on, it, and it came back mm-hmm. to life, and now it's dying again because mm-hmm. now there's casinos in every city, and people don't have to just go to Atlantic City to gamble. It's very sad. <laughs> of course, it's sad. It's not. It's dying. <laughs> yes, it's sad. I remember you were. It died, remember... Fred. This is in the yeah. last two years. This stuff has all gone down there. Every one of those casinos was open and thriving up until like three years ago. This is a relatively new. It hasn't been like whenever mm-hmm. I would talk about going there, 
Every single one of those casinos was open when I was there. Mm. This is a new thing mm. where they're closing. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it is, Fred. I remember when you were talking about, like, one of my favorite best shows ever was, like, when you kept talking about this abandoned, like, super entertainment complex where they were going to build a ski hill or something. Yeah. It's called you drive Xanadu. Past. It's out in the Meadowlands. It's yes. next to it's next to where the Giants play their their, their football yeah. games. Yes. What what football team do you like again? Jets. The, oh, the Jets. So you like the Mets <laughs> and the Jets and the Nets, right? Mm-hmm. You, yeah. you see, you see it. You yeah. see, you see yeah. why I did that. Oh, I see why. <laughs> I don't know why you did it. You had your choice of any team. The loser package. You, like, exactly. What do you get? A discount rate? For that? <laughs> Rooting for all three of those bum teams? <laughs> if I rooted for the Knicks, it would be too close of a color pattern with the Mets, so then my hat wouldn't match my clothes. Like, it would be, the Knicks I would don't be able win to switch, Nick, switch Nick, it up. Knicks ain't won nothing neither. <laughs> Knicks ain't won nothing neither. I know that. Um, I went either when John Starks came to the Chris Gathers show. Yeah, I don't know why I was. Again, I guess I guess uh, I guess you all you guys all lost my phone number that day. I texted yeah. you oh, almost you immediately. You, you found my number again uh, when uh, Joe Firestone finally put a block on you texting her. <laughs> oh, Fred! I'm going to say goodnight to you for one reason and one reason only. Why is, why is people it? on Twitter are begging me to hang up on you. They're, be oh, They're begging. Okay. So, They're begging. No, I'm kidding. Know, They're not begging. Let the big, large white mob that makes up your fan base have yeah. one. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. you know, you know, this is one of the most uh, <laughs> just racially motivated radio shows you could ever <laughs> listen to. You know, that's the. That's the whole mo of the best show. Finally, <laughs> finally, the 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 curtain has been yeah, pulled back. Smiley off. <laughs> the, the curtain has been pulled back. You you had that cross uh, the crosstalk with Spike Lee that one time. Yeah, the, <laughs> Spike Lee. I walked across that gymnasium, and he. Just I said, love that story so much. <laughs> I walked all Did the I way know. across two gyms. I walked across two basketball courts, and said to him. Hi, I just, and he said, yeah, I'm not working today, man. And then like turned away from me. And he wasn't even on a phone or anything. He just chose to stare at a wall rather than talk to me. It wasn't like now. If it happened now, he'd be looking at an iPhone, but like, yeah, okay, he can bury himself in the iPhone. He did not have a phone on him. He was, he, cho he chose to like count, <laughs> like to just Count the, the like the lines in the hardwood floor or something, and see if he could. Do you like, think it was reverse racism? No, I don't at all. I just think he <laughs> wanted nothing to do with me. I think he just looked at here comes some buffoon is coming to bother him again, and he's hanging out at Nick's training camp. But he certainly could have stopped me before I walked <laughs> three hundred feet along across the floor. He could have just yelled that to me at any point. He watched me walk the entire length of two basketball courts before Spike Lee let me come all the way up to him and just said, I'm not working today, man. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, of course you're not working today. You make movies for a living. What, I think you're the, the shooting guard for the Knicks? You're not working today. None of us are.
In fact, I was. I was. <laughs> Rain for you think he would have live tweeted you walking over if he had a phone? Like, you know, like look at this fool. <laughs> oh, I'm sure he would have. Yeah, he probably would have taken a picture of a hashtag moron. Right? <laughs> Tom, please take care of yourself. What's that, Fred? Oh. Best show. Hello. Hi. Hi. Hi, Tom. It's Nicholas Tannock. How you doing? Oh, I'm good. Hey, what's going on, buddy? What's going on? Uh, I, did, I, I feel for you, man. I hope you feel better. Um, Thank you. I'm trying. I wanted, I'm to, trying. I wanted to ask you a, a quick question about uh, being sick and being kind of like bedridden for like a day or two. Um, I don't know what... Like what? It, it, does something happen that's like kind of quirky and weird? Like for me, it's dreams. I, I fall asleep with the TV on. I just like keep like weird things, like movies or like Adult Swim or Comedy Central stuff. And and um, I have crazy dreams where like Leonardo DiCaprio is trying to kill me, and I'm in jail with like Alec Baldwin or Chris, and you know, I'm eating sushi with Christopher Walken or just like weird stuff. And I was wondering, is there anything that like? When you're sick, when and then when you're not sick anymore, you look back and you're like, "Wow, that was really weird." Do you does that ever happen to you? I fade in and out of sleep when I'm sick, to yeah. where I'm just like asleep, wake up, asleep, wake up. Then suddenly it's like nighttime, and I'm just like, "Ooh, I can't sleep. I slept." Yeah, that happens to me too, man. Yeah. That happens to me too. Uh, I just thought it was funny. It's like the dream thing is weird, and I get like weird dreams. When I, when I was sick and I get like in fever, fever sweats and dreams, you know, and they continue. So it's like I wake up and I'll like, you know, eat or something, you know, use the restroom, whatever. And then the dreams continue. And Leonardo DiCaprio is still trying to kill me. And <laughs> well, I don't have that. That I think you you have dreams that you go back into. That's that's strangely admirable. <laughs> you, Dude, I had dreams with credits, like, <laughs> like you know those old. Those old fifties movies, like about kings and queens, and there's like that old English writing, and there's the scroll up and stuff like that. Yeah, I, I've had dreams that continued like years later. I had dreams where um, I was um, in a dance school, like kind of like fame. Then four years later, I was graduating. I had another dream I was graduating from it. And I don't know, my mind's messed up. Your mind, I tell you, these are unique. You have unique dream patterns. I've never heard anybody with this. You might want to start keeping track of these things, <laughs> Nicholas. Yeah, maybe. All right, I got to go. I love the show. Keep doing what you're doing. Thanks, um, Brian. Get well. Get well soon. Get Thank well you. soon. I appreciate it. All right, bye. Nice guy. Nice guy. Do you see this thing? Eighty people sent me this article about Tom Waits. Tom Waits. Where where was it? Tom Waits is trying to shut down a French circus. He's in a battle with a French circus that uses his music in its show. Bartabas's Circus Zingaro's latest show called Achieve Bien Les Anges is an equestrian opera and features 16 songs by Tom. 
Oh, boy, what a joyous circus that must be. Yeah. Look, I know the circus is cruel, but like, this is like a new level of cruelty. There's like, if they wanted to make the circus less cruel, they should start like incorporating like elephants back into it. Like, can you imagine a circus with 16 Tom Waits songs? Some clown moping around, right? You know, it's probably like, like clowns with bindles and like sitting there like, like with flasks. And what songs are playing? songs oh there's some footage of it here i gotta see this oh this looks the most moribund thing i've ever seen just horses riding in a circle oh horses riding in a circle with tom waits blasting these poor horses gotta listen to tom waits but rain dogs blasting and some horses Bad enough, these horses like have to do tricks and stuff. Now they got to hear hey, somebody's gonna blast Fred's Wild Years or whatever that album's called in their face. Poor horse. Shut down the circus. Shut down Tom Waits. Shut them both down, right? Best show. Hey Tom, how's it going? Oh, it's going well. To whom am I speaking? Uh, this is Josh calling from Elizabeth. Josh from Elizabeth. What's up in Elizabeth tonight, Josh? Uh, not much. Just hanging out, uh, enjoying the show. I was wondering if I could uh, pitch a quick podcast to you. Name three businesses in Elizabeth. Okay, us. Santillo's Pizzeria. Name three I've heard of. Go ahead. Okay, uh, we've got a Sonic, a Wawa, and at least four Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah, I know. You, well, Sonic and Wawa are almost next to each other on Route 1. Yeah, I tend to avoid that Wawa, more of a, uh, there's another one down the one I prefer to go to. All right. And then you also have, uh, Ikea. Oh, yes, that is right. What's it, with this Ikea, right? You know, they're always, like, manufacturing all these things, all these shelves. It's, like, always, like, all the things they make, right? You know, you know what they should look into making? Shopping carts that don't drift. If you try moving that cart, I keep thinking I'm going to tear an a- my ACL because it's like turning my ankle at like a like a 90 degree angle. No, no, I understand. Every time I go, it's a Saturday, and I feel like I'm trying to cart around, you know, a, a bed frame in order for I'm going to wipe out some, you know, four year old kid who's running across the floor. Yeah, work on that, IKEA. Come on, Martin. Martin doesn't want to talk about that. You don't want to be associated with Ikea, do you? No. Uh, I, I, I prefer to stay hey, away. I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to Martin, the guy from Sweden in the studio. Calm down, Elizabeth, man. So what do you want to pitch to me, a podcast? Yeah, yeah, a quick, a quick podcast uh, from the topic earlier. Let's hear it. I want to hear this. Okay, so it's a podcast in which you review the TV show Vinyl Minute by Minute, and you could call it The Nasty Bits. 
something. That's a pretty good idea. The nasty bits. The problem would be I'd have to watch final. That'd Did you watch the, uh, the entire uh, season? No, I, I shut off uh, the beginning of episode four. As soon as they were, like, making fun of uh, Jethro Tull, like... Like, I don't want garbage like this on my label. The label's going in the tank, right? The la- the, mm-hmm. la- the label needs a hit real bad. But then, like, a band that's basically supposed to be Jethro Tull is playing, and he's, like, putting it down. It's like, no, Jethro Tull were enormous, and they record labels made tons of money on the back of Jethro Tull. I think I made it to the second episode and I was actually watching it and thinking to myself, I'm wasting my life watching this and shut it off probably about 20 minutes in. You shut it off. You couldn't do it. You couldn't no, do it. No, it was garbage. Pure garbage. Huh? Look, bro. I get it. I get it. But you know what? You're talking about the place that I call work. Get off my phone. It's my employers. How dare you? Best show. Mm-hmm. Hello. Hi. Sorry. That's all right. Hi. Hi. To whom am I speaking? Uh, This is Roxy in Los Angeles. Roxy in Los Angeles. Well, thank goodness. Here's a call that fixes everything. (laughs) What's going on, Roxy? I have really bad allergies. And you're sick, too. So I figured I'd call and we could complain. I am. I'm sick. (laughs) Got My head hurts and... Oh, you're making me more itchy. Ugh. I'm sorry. I can hear I you're, stuffy too. I can hear how congested you are. I'm so My congested. eyes are watering from just the idea of you. So what's going on? What's that? What's 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 happening in Los Angeles? What's happening? Well, today cooled down a little bit. It was nice out. It, it's been so hot lately. It was like in the nineties last week. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's nice out. Just working. Been really busy. I saw your Instagram had a picture of you holding stuffed animals or something. What was that? Yeah, my favorite place in the world, Ikea. <laughs> you were at Ikea. I was at Ikea. I gave birth to a litter of puppies you didn't see. You were holding those <laughs> stuffed animals that cost $4 each and are clearly yeah. stuffed with oily rags. They're the softest puppies. What are you talking about? Yeah. They yeah. are. I was just trying to see how many I could hold. Yeah, now, and now you wonder why your allergies are acting up. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Right? You're right. <laughs> no, you were, you were, what do you think those, you, so you, you don't think that any, that price impacts quality in any way. I mean, I'm looking at this planter that I bought that I have to put together, and it's not that it doesn't look that hard to put together, but it's been impossible, and it's just like sitting in a pile on my kitchen table. Now, what is the name of that? What is the name of that? Uh, it's hold on, I have the paper. Oh, uh, it's just the IKEA PS two hundred two thousand fourteen. It doesn't have like a name. It doesn't have a Sorry. name like Calix. What does Calix mean in Swedish? I don't know. And that's a um, that's a place. It's a place. Uh, yeah, that's a, a city. Okay, it's a city. You hear that, Roxy? It's a city. Calix is a city. Cool. Any in qu- Sweden. Yeah. 
northern yeah. part of Sweden. Cool. So what else is going on, um, Roxy? What? What else is going on? You and uh, Doug uh, making any uh, any uh, wintertime plans here? No, I'm at home right now. You're it's at home. Yom Kippur. He's he's uh, doing his thing. That's tonight. right. Happy the happiest of Yom Kippur's to all my friends. To all my friends, all the the chosen faith. I celebrate all of you. And I wish you the happiest and healthiest of Yom Kippur's. We wouldn't kill you to do the same, Roxy. I know. Go ahead, do it. He says, get well, feel better. He texted me to tell you that. Yeah, say happy, Yom, I say happy Yom Kippur. Your girlfriend. You tell him. Say happy Yom Kippur. Come on. Yeah, yeah. Say it! Happy Yom Kippur! There you go. Oh, I'm sorry to put you out so much. There. Sorry. So what? Sorry. So Doug Doug is uh, is celebrating Yom Kippur tonight, obviously, and uh, yeah, and I'm at home. And you're at home, hanging out. Look, you could have gone over there and celebrated also. I could have, right? But he's sick, so I didn't want to go over. He's sick. You're sick. I'm sick. I'm not sick. I just have allergies. Dudio's I don't want to get sick. whatever he has. Dudio's sick. I think Dudio got the Comic Con bug also. Oh no! I'm telling you, man, that place was a, uh, a germ fest. That was a. What germ was the best costume you saw? The best costume I saw would have been. Uh, oh, you said Barb already, or whatever. Not no, Barb. I'm it was sorry. the wall. The wall in. Uh, I did see one Barb. I did see one Barb. <laughs> I saw the the Stranger Things wall. Right. I like. What that. was the worst costume you saw? The worst costume probably would have been a, a, a man dressed up as Eleven from Stranger Things. <laughs> was not a huge fan of that one. Yeah. Um, I was actually calling you to tell you that I started hate-watching Sons of Anarchy in the last two months, and I'm almost done with it. Okay. But, like, I can't, I feel like I'm dragging trying to finish it. Yeah, it's terrible. That's why. It's like this last season, it's just like Jack's running all his errands before whatever happens in the last episode. And I have no idea what happens. I've been really good about like... Wait, when did you start watching it? When did you start? Two months ago. It's literally the only show I've been watching for like two months. And how deep into it are you right now? I'm on like season seven, episode seven. So you're, you're almost done. I know, but I'm like dragging my feet now. I don't want to finish. Yeah. But I have to. I have to. Who's your favorite character on it? Uh, definitely not Abel. That kid's the worst actor ever. Um, I don't know. I really like uh, Piney? this character, Nero. He's pretty great. Who's that now? Who? Nero. He owns uh, the escort service. Nero, that's uh, that's Jimmy Smith's. Yeah, yeah. Right? He's playing Nero. Yeah, he's great. I love yeah. him. Everybody likes Jimmy Smith's. Have you watched The Get Down yet? I haven't. He's on The Get Down. You should watch that. Okay. Because you know, know how much I like Boz Lorman, right? <laughs> I do. Yeah, you're a huge Moulin Rouge fan, right? Yeah, I am. Oh, okay. What, you think I'm making fun of it? No. I love it. I haven't watched it in a while, but I love it. 
And he's got this show, The Get Down, which is the oh, history. Oh, wait, is that the hip-hop show on Netflix? I have seen that. It is really good. Yeah, it is. That's what I was saying. I'm sorry, Tom. You're, I tell you, you're different without Doug, Roxy. <laughs> he completes you. No, he He completes you. It's like I'm talking to half a person. I want you to go over to... This is what I want you to do. Go over to Doug's house. No! With your boom box. (laughs) And your trench coat, your duster. And stand out in front of Doug's house playing the Sons of Anarchy theme on your boom (laughs) box until he comes out. No, I can't. I well, you're going to have to. You're going to have to. It's not going to happen. It's, it's happening. No. All right. Well, you have a great night. You have a great night, too. Feel, right. Feel better. Best show. Hey, Tom. How's it going? That's oh, going well. To whom am I speaking? Jonathan in Nashville. Jonathan in Nashville. What's it, What's going on tonight in Nash Vegas, as we call it? Nothing much, man. It's pretty late and just listen to the best show. I seem to call in at the end of the show all the time. So, not much going on. All right. But, uh, I had two things. Uh, one, I wanted to report that I was at Duke's last week. Yes. Uh, hanging out at Duke's where you spun some records. I did. Did you order my drink on the menu? Uh, I did not. Did you see it on the menu? Don't tell me they took my drink down already. No, you're drinking from the menu. Good. It's just not my, it's not my jam. But you don't like seltzer. Yeah, well, you know, I was just like looking for something a little bit more adult. Oh, I'm so sorry. Well, first of all, (laughs) seltzer is more adult than what, what do you want? What were you going to have that's more adult? Uh, A Michelob Uh, light? I I think I had a Tecate or a few. Oh, well, excuse me. Yeah. That's my jam. Seltzer is very adult. In fact, it's so adult, it's for old people. Yeah, I guess uh, you should get a point there. Uh, I've seen it in a lot of old movies, silent movies. How many silent movies are you watching? You watching? I was just making that up. Yeah. He totally, he totally I, taught me on that. I love the idea of somebody going, yeah, I see it a lot in old movies, silent movies. How many silent movies are you watching? Zero. I made that up. <laughs> <laughs> That's the funniest, the funniest collapse imaginable, just immediately. Zero. I made that up. You're all right you're, in my book. Well, I saw, I wanted to report that I saw two massive shirts. Oh. Where? Two massive shirts of Dukes, but zero Best Show shirts. Yeah. And where did you see the massive shirts? You were probably looking down and they were passed out on the floor? Is that where they were? <laughs> did you trip on them? No, that's not a lot of Dukes. Were they, they wiping down out. the bar with them? Uh, no, they just, uh, I mean, they, they seemed like pretty clean-cut guys. I mean, they, were, they, they weren't too over the line. So what you're but, uh, saying, what's your name again? Jonathan. Jonathan. Very very fancy name, Jonathan. Sorry. Um, 
Well, you know, John. John, you could go with John or John. No, I'm kind of against John. What about Johnny? No, absolutely not. Speaking with Jonathan, it's just my just my thing. Ah, look, so. look, it fits. If it fits you, it fits you. So, uh, so these people, you're saying that even down there, these people clearly went to apmike.bandcamp.com. They ordered his shirts, his mass shirts. He mailed them out to them promptly and efficiently. They got them and they put them on. They're like, this is a well-made shirt and it's a beautifully designed, high quality garment. And they wore it out that night is what you're saying. Oh yeah. Happened. I mean, they wanted to, they wanted to represent. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, they, they, they seemed like pretty, pretty nice guys. I didn't talk to them. Oh, I'm sure they're it's, nice guys. I'm sure they're nice guys. I mean, I wanted to, but it's like really loud at Dukes, so it's kind of hard to talk. Yeah. There's, there's a no dancing policy, and and it's so loud they really should have a no yeah, talking you can policy. Kind of, I think too. you can kind of dance. If you say Tom said I could dance, you can da- you can do one song. You can dance to one. Think Sarah, you if think you Sarah say to them, if you say to them, if you say to Sarah. Tom said I could dance to one song. I bet you you could dance to the song there at Duke's The Bar in Nashville. Think she'd clear the floor for me? No, I just think you have to make your own way and dance, but don't 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 bug others. Don't push it. Yeah, don't push it. All right, goodbye. I'm done with you. Best show. Hi, Tom. Hi, who's this? Uh, this is Mike from Kentucky. Mike from Kentucky. What's going on down in Kentucky? No, not much, actually. Home of Kentucky. Home of, say it. Home of Kentucky Wildcats. Yeah, no, not, that's not a person, that's a thing. Okay, home of, of. Come on, you can do it. Home of a person, right? Yeah. Well, there's many people out there, Johnny Depp. Name a few, Johnny Depp, give me two more. Jennifer Lawrence. Jennifer Lawrence, J Law, the the actor who my pride, my my lowest uh, accomplishment is that uh, the TV show I worked on, she was on it. Je- Jennifer Lawrence was on an episode of Monk, and and for literally ninety percent of her performance, she was wearing a, a mascot costume. I am not kidding you. She takes it off at one point for one scene. She takes the mascot costume off for the rest of it. She's wearing a mascot costume. Tell, just think about that for a second. It's Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah. One of the 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 the, 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 she's running Hollywood now. One of the top mm-hmm. movie stars. We were lucky enough to get her on, on the show I worked on, Monk. So naturally, what do they do? do? They make her the the murderer on the show. Do they they make give her a juicy part? No, they put her in a, a mascot costume. She's dancing around in that. You can't even see her face. So she, but you, she's in the show, but you, there's no need to take it off in the. At one in for the show. one scene, she does, and then you're like, "Oh my God, that's a young Jennifer Lawrence." How about that? Oh, my goodness. Hey, should we do the half hour of power, uh, my friend? Not you. I'm asking the caller. Um, Mike, these are the people who make the decisions, the callers. I, They're who keep I, us. 
Well, I think this would have bled over. I know this was. I think this was a. This was. I, I, mean, I think. I, you know, why not? Get off my phone! You're driving me up the wall. You stammering buffoon. You stammer like that. What, what are you? Is this a Woody Allen con- contest? I want. I want to just say we did. I don't know if we should do the half hour, but. Jeepers creepers, man. Leonard Cohen's got the right idea. I'm coming with you, Leonard. I'm coming with you. I gotta be nicer to myself. I'm not very nice. Now the phone's off the hook. Who's good here, Mike? Two. Okay, Mike says two is good. Best show. Hey, how's it going, Tom? Mm, it's going all right. Who's this? Uh, this is George. Where are you calling from, George? Uh, North Jersey. All right. I'll be nicer to you because you're not far away. What's going on? Well, what can I do? All right. All right. It's just that uh, you're not feeling well. I hope you feel better, first of all. I wanted to get that out there. Thank you, George. That's sweet of you to say. I appreciate that, honey. I had sent this picture to you that I thought would have uh, you would found uh, interesting. I don't know if you saw it. It was a picture of Alex Jones. No, I don't think I got that. It's him. It was like this. Uh, he posted this tweet. It's him shirtless on a horse, um, talking about uh, freedom will Wait, rise. Where, where did you send it to me? Um, I sent it to the at best show and at, at your Twitter as well. This is I sent this last week. I mean, what do you think I'm sitting there staring, staring at what people send me all day? And see it. Send it again. I'll still look at it. Also, wanted to thank you because you you're kind of creating this uh, community here uh, in the uh, in the New York wrestling scene. I'm I'm creating a community where. In the uh, New York independent wrestling scene. Really? Yeah. How? So, How am I creating so, a community? There? I don't talk about wrestling on this show. Well, you know uh, Jeff Cannonball, right? Yeah, he's a good guy. He was in the band Altered Boys, and uh, he's he's a, he's a local wrestler. And I I I, I had a thrill to his adventures on uh, Instagram. Well, I uh, I've I've uh, met him, and we because of the connection to the show, we were both. Wrestlers, we became uh, buddies, and then we met this other guy. So there's this commentator who, whenever he's calling my matches, he constantly is dropping. Wait, you're a wrestler, also? Yes. What's your, what name do you wrestle under, George? Uh, it's J. George. I'm I'm the unpredictable J. George. George, J. George. Yes. We can we can do better than that. What do you What do you got in mind? You have a better okay. describe, uh, idea. Describe, describe your Describe your thing. Give me Give me an idea of what you look like. First of all, just get the, in your words. Now I don't want to see a picture. I want to hear you describe yourself. Uh, I'm tall. Uh, I'm a fair, uh, fairly brown skin. I'm a Hispanic male with a, a very uh, large and curly hair. Okay. Um, I come out with uh, you know very. Uh, Loud uh, jacket that has the the fringes going down and a cape, um, and but I mostly wear black and white though because I, I try to stay away from from uh, different colors. Hmm. It's too overwhelming for me to pick. But the yeah, unpredictable I, J. George. Yes, sir. 
Like why? Because nobody can know what's going to, but nobody should know what's going on with any wrestler, Jay George. No, I mean, it's more so in the sense that it's just silly things that we'll, we'll I'll do in a match like that mm-hmm. are kind of out of the, the norm of what you would expect. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there's some comedy involved and I do some, in terms of like some of the maneuvers and the way I move around the ring is, is pretty different than what other people do. And it's always just like, I, you know, people are always on their feet, you know, they never know what I'm going to do. Well, why don't you do this then? Why don't you go the other way? Why don't you go the other way? Uh, uh, why, why don't you go the other way rather than be, what if you just, what if you were just, uh, like if you did like a, hmm. Could you, you do? You have to see this one promo I did, Tom, because it's. I think you well, you would have really liked you know, Jay George. You're, you're you're winning me over here. Jay, where, where am I going to see this promo? Jay George, uh, it's up it? it's up on my my YouTube. I'm on at Jay George forty nine on Twitter and stuff, but I posted on there. I mean, I could send it to you now. Hold on, I'm looking at at Jay George. Let's see, Jay George Desire. No, I'm really. I'm, no, it's at the letter J George and then four eighty nine. That's just uh Okay, it's not uh you're it's not Okay, but I'm looking at this wrestler here who sounds like the guy you sound like you were just describing yourself. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Okay. And here you are, you're grappling with some guy and I get you got a, a like a yeah. You're wrestling. You're wearing something that says yeah. obey and conform. Now you're fighting. Oh yeah, there you are. You're saying, are you wearing something that says "Obey and Conform"? Yeah, that was an older attire I had. That was like a tribute to the movie uh, "They Live." Well, you would have something in common with my friend Pat Byrne, then. Pat. Ah, uh, yeah. Did Pat leave? This guy wrestled with uh, a wrestling gear that said "Obey and Conform." Because Pat had a Pat had had has. Ben, what's the name of your band, Pat? They're called, They're called Famous Original They Live, and they play with sunglasses on, and they do the whole thing. It's a, it's a great band. So you're past that. What do you think about this, Jay George? What if you wrestle as like a Woody Allen type character, right? All right, I'm with it. Well, just picture this: tweed jacket, right? Tweed right. jacket with the patches on the elbows, right? Right. Like you almost do like a nutty professor kind of thing where you're just like a, ner- a nebbish and then like something transforms you, right? Okay. Like you need to do some kind of like, let's, 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 let's put a hook on this thing. Unpredictable is too vague. Yeah, I could, I could see what you mean with that. You need a thing like it's, what if it's called? It's up, there's this guy called CPA who's a, a certified personal accountant and that's, and that's what he, that's what he does. Well, that's a pretty good He's a, I, in, I, in the I, ring, he's a, I don't think he's actually a certified personal I'm accountant. Actually, that's his, that's his wrestling name, that's CPA. An amazing, that's an amazing idea. What if we call you, what if you're the guy who's like, what if you're the guy where there's like two, like you're just like, what if you pretend that there's like two of you or something? You know what I mean? Like some kind of weird thing to make you like, you gotta find a hook here. I'm not, this J. this J. George thing seems perfectly fine. Look, I was watching the video. You're a real wrestler. And there he goes. Okay. 
Did he hang up? Or did the phones go dead? I don't know. Well, look, J. George. I'm going to write you a new act, J. George. You gave me a new uh, a new purpose here, bro. I'm writing you a new act. I'm going to create a new uh, a new persona for you. What do you think about that? J. George. What if it's called the uh, Dementoid? Is that a good thing? Dementoid? So quiet. What happened? Are we on the air? I don't know. Went quiet, right? Didn't it get quiet? Oh, the phones are ringing. There we go. I'm going to end the show and then do the half hour power. What do you think about that? We'll just do the half hour power. Look, I know this was not the tightest show, but you know what? I came. I won ugly is what I did. That's what I did. This was San Antonio Spurs. This is 2002 San Antonio Spurs. You show up, you win 77 to 73. This is 90, the 94 Knicks. That's what we did. I beat it and I won. Now the half hour power we're going to do in a couple minutes. It's 30 minutes of uh, unscreened calls. We're going to have my friend Martin from Malmo. You know Martin from Sweden. He'll be here. Oh, he scared me. I'll tell you this studio. He's sick also. Let's listen on the way out as we say goodnight to a record by a band I played last week. We're going to play him again. Black Abba. Their single is on Goner Records. Let's check this out. Half Hour Power coming up next. Call 201-332-3484. Get in on the action. Here is Black Abba with Civilized. Bye.